Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News talking about Microsoft buying Blizzard and Activision, Activision Blizzard. And we did not break this down the day that it broke because we put a lot of work into our shows and we want to make sure everything is properly researched. So I have a breakdown for you today. Bobby Kotick had things to say in an interview about what is going on, why this happened. We also have information about whether or not he will still be at the company when this all goes through. So I wanted to give this to you a quick breakdown here at the beginning. If you like these types of live streams, be sure to hit subscribe and that bell button so you don't miss them. You want to be here for the discussions, but we try to give you the info right here at the beginning. This is an SNTR update. Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard is a headline nobody expected to see, and we gave you a very quick update over here on SNTR updates, but I wanted to give you a better breakdown of what exactly is going on, what's next, what did Bobby Kotick have to say, and will he stay at the company after this has all gone through. If you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button and check me out on SNTR Gaming where I stream the discussion live. So what was officially announced? We read through the entire thing yesterday. This is a transaction that when closes, Microsoft says they will become the world's third largest gaming company by revenue behind Tencent and Sony. The planned acquisition includes iconic franchises from the Activision Blizzard and King Studios like Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, Call of Duty, and Candy Crush. So, this is a huge, huge buy for Microsoft. Now, it won't be an immediate thing. This isn't this isn't like all of a sudden they own all the games right now. That is not exactly how this is going to play out. So, what is next? How is this going to work? According to a letter that Bobby Kotick wrote to the company he had the following to say transactions like these can take a long time to complete until we receive all the necessary regulatory approvals and other customary closing conditions are satisfied which we expect to be sometime in microsoft's fiscal 2023 year ending june 30th 2023 we will continue to operate completely autonomously i will continue as our ceo with the same passion and enthusiasm i had when I began this amazing journey in 1991. So this still has to go through all the approval processes. And apparently there was something that changed. We're we're not going to get into the legal aspects of this and the law. We may do that in the discussion on the live stream. If you want to go watch the VOD, if you're watching this upload later, but the the, the Senate has passed things that are going to make these types of buyouts take a little bit longer. So this might not be as quick or as smooth as Microsoft is hoping. I think it'll probably go through. Microsoft's got pull, and they got deep pockets. Now, what about Bobby, right? (laughs) What about Bob? What about Bobby? What's going to happen to Bobby Kotick? Many have called for him to be dismissed. Phil Spencer had a lot of remarks about their relationship with Activision Blizzard leading up to this announcement, which it's like, hey, if you can't get your house in order, we'll take care of it. We'll buy you, and then we'll take care of all the necessary things that need to happen. According to the Wall Street Journal and Bloomberg, Bobby Kotick, Activision's longtime CEO, is expected to leave after Microsoft's deal to buy the video game maker closes. So that was what Wall Street Journal tweeted. Bloomberg is also reporting this, that once this deal closes, Bobby's out. 
he won't be there anymore which that'll probably be welcome to the people that wanted to see him gone and it's probably just a good look in general that once you're under the Microsoft umbrella a giant shift in leadership will take place even if there was no issues with misconduct at the company and no claims against Bobby that is also pretty normal and pretty par for the course so they can make this seem like a pretty you know normal thing now why did they do this what was the pricing and all of that? I mean, they, there was an interview in Game Informer with Kodak, and he had the following to say. When they originally called, we said that we would think about it, and then they made this offer that was incredibly attracted at 45% premium over the stock price, and I think it just made a lot of sense. And so the more we spent time talking and how it would work and what would happen, what resources were available, they clearly were the best partner. So Activision Blizzard understanding they need a partner, they're, they're, they're probably knowing that this sort of thing is going to happen, and being told, hey, we'll buy you at 45 above premium. Uh, stock values had obviously dropped, so that 45% <laughs> over the over the stock value is not surprising given everything that has happened at that company and the question mark surrounding games like Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 might be less of a question mark now for people that were worried about those games, but there's a bigger question. What about the games? What does this mean for Call of Duty and Diablo and Warcraft and Overwatch? I mean, these are giant names in the industry. Call of Duty is, you know, one of the most popular games out there right now. Call of Duty Mobile is incredibly lucrative. Are these games going to shift to being exclusive on consoles? What's it mean for the next iterations of these games when sequels come out? What is that going to look like? Sony PlayStation, you know, fans are probably right to be a little concerned. Is this good for games or is this good for gamers? It, it, it really is a question and I'm not going to do a summary here at the end we already did that but I do want to know what you think below in the comments is this good for games is it good for gamers let us know in those comments and head over to SNTR Gaming if you ever want to discuss these things with me during my live shows and as always hit subscribe and the bell button and I'll see you in the next video And I'll see everybody else right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I know you guys wanted to discuss this yesterday, and you were good and patient to wait. Uh, we obviously are going to want to want to bat this around uh, for the morning show. You know, I'm going to put a poll at the top of the chat. Microsoft buys Activision. Hang on, hang on. Activision Blizzard. Is this good or bad? For gamers, right? I'm not actually gonna not to put is this good or bad for gamers? All right, I'm gonna put we're gonna put good is an option you can choose, and bad is an option you can choose. It's your if you're watching the VOD and you didn't manage to catch us live, that's one of the reasons to be here. We do a poll, we have discussions. It ends up being pretty lively. I want to hear from you guys. What do you think of this? I mean, this is definitely going to be, you know, a, a, a big industry shift we you know we likely will not see uh we likely will not see a buyout like this uh in any in in the near future this isn't going to be something that we see uh in is uh, there's just not going to be a common thing um <laughs> that, that, that we see that many that many buyouts of this size uh this is going to be i think one for the one for the books as it were as the saying goes uh, if you guys are here this morning and you were 
You were looking for this yesterday. We wanted to make sure and properly research it. I pulled from four different articles to give you that breakdown this morning. So a quick five-minute breakdown takes quite a bit of work because we want to make sure we're accurate in our reporting. We want to make sure we consider all sides, even if it's an interview with Bobby Kotick or seeing Wall Street Journal and Bloomberg reporting that he will be leaving the company once this is a completed thing. Also, just good to see what's the time frame of this. What does it look like? Um... Sorry, Discord listeners. What does it look like if, you know, if if in June of next year, all these properties are suddenly under the Microsoft umbrella? I mean, that's a pretty big deal. I think it's the biggest deal for, for three titles in particular. I mean, there's also World of Warcraft rumors about coming to Xbox. So, Veter says it's bad because mo- monopolization is bad for all of us. They can do what they want and ask us for what they want. I think people are misusing the term monopoly. I don't think it, it, it applies here. I don't think what this is doing is is removing competition at the at the loss of customer choice you know you right now we've we've done nothing as customers to really win the war against the cable monopolies in cities as if if you want internet service in your home there's basically what one company maybe two um, across every device. Microsoft to acquire Activision Blizzard to bring the joy of community and gaming to everyone across every device. Well, every device, I don't think that... Oh, I think what they're saying is console, PC, and mobile. When they say every device, I don't think they're saying every platform. I think they're saying we, we've got our eyes set on, on, on mobile, big time. Monopoly. Sony is still a larger game publisher than Microsoft. Um, gaming, they do. It's not a monopoly. Gaming is so big that I can't see this being a monopoly in gaming. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it constantly coming up. The people are calling this a monopoly, and I'm just like, I don't, I just don't think so uh, at all. Um, the future of Xbox. This is a nice image. I'm gonna, I want to, I want to pull this up here. Is this a, is this? A, can you get me a high res version of that, Paul? That's awful. Um, I might be able to show that on stream just to kind of give people an idea of like what the future looks like for that platform, given that they do have uh, Bethesda in their pocket as well. Uh, it's pretty big. It's a pretty big deal uh, in general, I think, uh, for for what for what people were expecting to see in the coming years. You know, where where is the line? Like, who's going to make a bigger purchase than this? It's hard to say. They specifically stated they'd remain on multiple platforms. They specifically stated that some games would remain on multiple platforms. Thank you, Paul, for grabbing me a nice big version of that. I appreciate you, sir. Uh, yeah, that's the full size. That's a 1440. I appreciate you. Uh, let me. I'm going to pull that up so you guys can kind of see what we're looking at here as far as the future of, uh, of, of Xbox. This is a big friggin' picture. Um, okay. So the, 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 where did you, the future of Xbox, where did you pull this? Is this, is this official Microsoft imagery, Paul, or did somebody put this together as like a celebration of this? Is this something that they officially posted on their, their, uh, fan art? Okay. So, so a fan put this together to kind of showcase just to give you a, 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 like a spectrum here of, of what exactly, uh, they have bought. I guess I'll just stay down here in the corner. Um, I had somebody get really mad about me having a face cam during the, the Elden Ring leak stream. I'm like, it's a live stream. Have you never watched a live stream before? Anyways, so you can see here, you know, they've got 343, Alpha Dog, Arcane, Beanox, Bethesda, 
Uh, Blizzard Entertainment, they throw up Diablo there. Compulsion Games, the makers of Psychonauts, High, uh, High Moon, uh, ID Software, Infinity Ward, uh, Inksel, King, um, what does that say? Machine Machine Games, Mojang Studios, Ninja Theory with Hellblade up there, just right across the top. Right across the bottom, we got Obsidian, Playground Games, Rare, Raven, Roundhouse, Sledgehammer, Tango Gameworks, The Coalition. Uh, who who's who is this here? That's the initiative. The girl behind the E is that? I don't know who who makes. I don't know what game they're putting there. Uh, Toys for Bob with Spyro there, and then Treyarch, and then some kind of a racing game company, Undead, World's Edge, Xbox Game Studios, and Zenimax. I mean, this is, uh, Crash is on there twice. Crash is on there twice. Oh, he is, he is. Crash is on there twice, both Beanox and King. So, this, I mean, this is, this is a big, this is a big acquisition here, um... I'm letting uh, I'm letting antitrust nuance go today. I've not got the energy, says Zubair. Uh Yeah, I may have to as well. Um, well, you got you lawyers are going to have to help us out here because I, I would like our coverage and our discussion of this to be helpful to the layman. Okay, it's not it's not a monopoly, but it still falls under potential antitrust restrictions. Right? There are certain things that can apply even when you can't necessarily use the word monopoly, correct? Like, this still could potentially not go through. Um, they will face antitrust as creature. Yo, good morning, Feed. Good to see you in the chat. Good to see you there. Largely, the chat is saying this is bad. If you're new and just tuning in, we'd love to hear from you. Hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. Take the poll at the top. Is this good or bad for gamers, this buyout here? Microsoft buying... Um, Activision Blizzard, uh, Sony stock value plummets um, amid the Microsoft Activision deal. Oof, that hurts. That's not good. Look, they just put all the trash in the trash can. Oh, for Pete's sakes! You may not like these games, but my gosh, are they are they big? They're big, big titles, man. They do not play around. I did intentionally change my displays back there. I gave you some some Microsoft owned property with some green lights. Since everybody says I'm a I'm a Sony uh, Sony fanboy, Microsoft stock dropped. Oh, it did. Uh, I bought a ton of Sony and Microsoft. Yeah, I'd buy Sony while it's low, I guess. <laughs> if it's on a dip. If it's on a dick. Dip. My, Microsoft probably filed the acquisition agreement uh, on the Sec Edgar site. Okay. Uh, all tech stops. All tech stocks dropped uh, yesterday, says Eugene. So, so they all dropped. Well, there you go. Now Lono's an Xbox fanboy. Yeah, and I wore a green shirt today as well, so everyone could chill the frick out. <laughs> Everybody can chill out thinking that I'm a Sony fanboy. It's like, okay, I got a green shirt on. I'll throw up the Microsoft disc plates so everybody can settle down. Uh, I think this uh, his will be good if they clean up. So Ashton thinks it'll be good if they clean up the company. Um, uh, no, gamers think this is bad not Sony fans. Yeah, I don't think the people that are saying this is bad are just Sony fans. I think people in general are like, this is actually potentially bad for gaming. Um, Those of you who think it's bad for gaming, make an argument, okay? You've asserted that you think it's bad, and that's great. That's all well and good. I knew a lot of you would think this this is bad. Um, 
assert what you think what do i think yeah i'll tell you what i think while you guys type up your responses i think this has the potential to be really really great for establishing the microsoft ecosystem which can be good for gamers because of the value if you if you think of what this is how i look at it if you look at the fact that like netflix and hulu and disney plus are all vying for distribution rights and 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 movies and tv shows and generally since they're in competition with each other even though you can't watch everything everywhere i think that competition has led to a much more volitional choice for viewers who want to consume that type of content and they don't have to do you know traditional cable they also don't have to rent every single show that they want. It also puts a lot of pressure on Netflix and these other companies to invest a lot of money in original programming and do a good job. We got The Wheel of Time on Amazon. We got Queen's Gambit on Netflix. We got great shows that resulted from these companies trying to compete with each other while also trying to gobble up exclusivity distribution rights, right? Like, nobody cries and complains when Netflix says, oh, we, we now own this content and we distribute it and this other, you know, has, this other place has, you know, oh, we're going to distribute this, right? So, I think this could be good for the gamer if it spurs on competition. If basically what it means is, listen, you can buy up all these developers and hold them hostage, but that's not going to be good enough. You can't just buy up, you know, television shows and hold them hostage so that, like, Amazon can't show them to people. If you want people to be in your Microsoft Game Pass funnel, if you want people to be you know, on your platform, well then you're going to need to leverage all these developers. You're going to need to leverage all these studios to make great content. So that's where it could be good. It could. It really, really could lead to good things to where anybody on the Microsoft platform is benefiting as a gamer. You've got all these developers, all these great games under one roof, and you're paying like a subscription fee. I've said it before. I think Microsoft is a sleeping giant. I think they prove they're a sleeping giant. We had that debate the other day about the different platforms, and I said, listen, I'm telling you microsoft's not messing around they're a sleeping giant well they certainly aren't they aren't they aren't messing around and they're not messing around they are spending big money to be competitive in the market and i also have traditionally said maybe not traditionally said historically i have said that i believe microsoft is aiming at becoming the netflix of gaming they want you to consider the xbox ecosystem the way you consider netflix you pay a subscription and you just got your games everywhere there's going to be smart tvs that probably house cloud gaming to where you can just play your game right through your television or you know right on your mobile device or whatever and then it'll all be done in the cloud like if they can get the x cloud thing off the ground that's what i think is microsoft's goal i think this is all done aimed at that goal i think they're aimed at becoming like the netflix of gaming now how could it be bad well it certainly could be bad because it could promote mediocrity you could buy all these companies and be like well we don't have to compete now we you know you can just make games for us they don't have to be that good we own the property people are going to buy them and they can be mediocre uh it, it can also make it really really hard for you know these game companies to innovate and iterate because they're going to be given you know small amounts of money like here we'll give you a small budget because well now that we own you it doesn't really matter if you make good content or not we're now keeping you from making good content for our competitor that is certainly a likely outcome i think that is unlikely in the grand scheme of things i don't think microsoft would spend billions of dollars and and not fight for good roi on their purchase i think they have a vested interest in ensuring that these companies that they purchased put out a great piece of content <coughs> excuse me 
because if these games are not of high quality and high caliber it will diminish the perceived value of the xbox ecosystem it'll it'll diminish the value of game pass i don't think this is a black and white issue i don't think this is just like oh this is awful this is terrible this is gonna be terrible for games it could be amazing for gamers you could be able to play a significant amount of amazing games for significantly less money. Well, then the developers aren't going to get more. We, the developers aren't going to care if their projects and their and their existence are being funded by Big Daddy Microsoft. And if Microsoft feels they're getting good ROI on these games and it's good value transmission to the consumer and it keeps Game Pass, you know, growing and competitive, then I don't see this as being as bad as everybody says. Now, chat's disagreeing with me just by the sheer vote. 78% are saying this is a bad thing. Let me see if I can't find some answers here. Doom with the $5 tip says, if Microsoft wouldn't have bought them, Google or Tencent would have. They would have sold regardless. I'll take Microsoft over them any day. Interesting input here that Blizzard Activision, uh, Activision Blizzard, was certainly looking to be bought. They were certainly in a position where their value was dropping and someone was going to come in and scoop them up. It could have been Google. It could have been Tencent. Listen, make no mistake, it could have been Sony. Like, are you kidding me? Just in the announcement alone, listen to this announcement, okay? When Microsoft will become the world's third largest gaming company by revenue behind Tencent and Sony. So they will be behind Tencent and Sony with this purchase. So make no mistake, Sony could have easily bought them just as well. And we would, I, I guess then different people would be uh, back, you know, different people would be upset. You read the poll backwards, 78 are saying good. Oh my gosh, I did read it backwards. I apologize. Most of you are saying it's good. So actually, I'm, I, I, I didn't sway you. That, that showed almost an 80% before I started giving my case. Most people say this is good. Red Rocket says less competition is bad. However, these are natural cycles of consolidation and deconsolidation. Oh, there are natural cycles of consolidation and deconsolidation. There will be spinoffs of studios or talent once the cycle turns. Right now, they are consolidating. So there is some input there. Uh, Eugene says, I don't care about the devs or the IPs. I care about the publishing apparatus that is now firmly in the hands of three players. We lost an avenue for developers to have non-exclusives published. Well, here's the here's the, here's why I'm not concerned about that, right? You're handing the publishing power to like three players, okay? We have gotten really great, really well-made and well-published indie titles because of Microsoft's efforts. We've seen similar things happen with Epic and what they have done with their storefront and giving people those opportunities. So I don't think we're necessarily losing in this deal. I think we're gaining. It's just not easy to measure the gain. The gain is in other categories. A $10 tip from King Sovereign. I'm concerned with what this looks like down the road. What does Xbox do if a few companies don't perform well? Do they cut their loss, close the studio, and uh, and hoard the IP? That certainly could be a result here, King Sovereign. Thank you for the $10 tip. You certainly could see them say, hey, your game didn't do that well. Sorry, you're shuttered. You get no projects. We're just going to hold the IP so nobody else can have it. Certainly. I think Microsoft has a very strong invested interest in not doing that. Listen, the more games they can trot out during the you know the Summer Games Fest as like exclusive, and then they, they run the trailer, the more they can do that, the more they are able, I think, to 
uh, the more they are able to firmly establish the value of the ecosystem. They start shuttering these studios because they don't perform well or whatever. Well, that, I mean, that's not that's not going to be a good look. Well, you bought all these companies and now you're not even making games with them. I, I know people think they did that with Rare, but Rare seems to be firmly focused on Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves seems to be doing, you know, good as a live service ongoing game. And, you know, Rare is, you know, a, a Microsoft-owned property now. Microsoft-owned studio. They did kill Fable 4, but do we know that they killed Fable 4 for, like, nefarious reasons? Was it killed because it was being poorly managed? Was it killed because it was behind or not going to come to market? I mean, look how many of these companies are so poorly managed and their games barely launched. I mean, there might have been the right choice uh, to do that. Rare needs to make Banjo 3. No dev or indie needs a publisher. They could directly publish to stores, e.g. like Lona just said. Just look at the scouting and support Microsoft directly offers to them. Yeah, ID at Xbox has done really, really good things for indies. I think the opposite has happened with Microsoft's efforts. We've gotten some really, really great titles, like Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I mean, Hellblade 2. I mean, look at these games. Look at these smaller companies able to do significantly cool things because Big Daddy Microsoft is helping them out. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't look at those two games and not think that, that was related to, that's, that's related to Microsoft's support, that they're able to do what they're doing. Z Logic with a $5 tip. I do not think people have to worry about Call of Duty becoming exclusive. Microsoft has more incentive for Bethesda exclusivity. They need S single player to complete with Sony. Listen, if you don't think... <laughs> yeah, Cuphead. Yeah, that's another indie title. If you don't think Microsoft's not going to flex this exclusivity with Call of Duty, you are not paying attention to the history of Call of Duty between these two platforms. I got news for you. 2024, 2025 rolls around. <laughs> Call of Duty. You are, if you like Call of Duty and you play on the PlayStation, listen, I'll grant you this. I'll grant you this. Microsoft will allow it to exist on the Sony platform at a terrible deal for Sony. The royalty share on it will be abysmal, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, They'll do it, but they'll only do it so that they make a ton of money off of it being on the PlayStation ecosystem. They will completely turn the tables around on Sony. Like, I don't think they'll make it exclusive, but if you don't think that Call of Duty looks dramatically different over the next three or four years, if this deal goes through, if this deal goes through, Call of Duty is going to look dramatically different. You're going to see so many exclusive things for the Microsoft ecosystem in Call of Duty. Like, I I don't know. Psychonauts 2 is a testament to that. Was Psychonauts 2 multi-platform before Microsoft owned them? Microsoft is 100% going to flex, and by 2024, Call of Duty will be an Xbox Game Pass exclusive with PC and Sony will have the ability if Xbox can stick it to Sony. Well, they'll have it on PC purely through their 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 Microsoft ecosystem. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't see, I cannot see them spending this amount of money and not doing something with Call of Duty exclusivity. If you're just tuning in and you're enjoying the coverage, be sure to hit subscribe, hit the bell button. Subscribing is free and enables you to talk in chat. I'm a safe for work broadcaster. I do video gaming news all throughout the week, so you can subscribe in confidence. I'll be in your sub feed doing basically video game radio. A lot of people throw me on in the background throughout their week, so happy to meet you if you're new. Hit subscribe. Chime in in the chat. Let us know in the poll at the top of the chat. What do you think? Already almost 500 votes. 
Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard. Is this good or bad for gamers? 77% saying this is good. We want to know why you think it's good or bad. I figured that they would make Xbox the best place to play, but I don't want. Uh, but I don't think you'd be able to get the game um, on. So- I don't think that. Oh, you, you don't think they'll take it off Sony? Is what you're saying? They'll make it so good, Sony fans will be screaming for Game Pass to come to the platform. Exclusive Halo skins in Call of Duty, calling it. Yeah, maybe that's possible. I don't know. Game Pass will never be on Sony. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. The, the, the level of reach that Microsoft has pulled off with this buyout, this could this could dramatically change what you think will never happen and what might happen, right? Who gives a crap about Call of Duty? I mean, Warzone was netting close to 10 million unique logins a month before uh, they made the switch to the Caldera map. Uh, they're probably just going to go back to Verdansk. I think they're going to take Caldera and just take it back to the shop. I mean, it's 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 not it's not going well for them. Call of Duty Mobile literally prints money. What do you mean? Who cares about Call of Duty? This is a massive IP, dude. It is significantly lucrative. Warzone prints money for them. I, I just I don't I don't think so. I, I don't think you can look at this and be like, well, who cares about Call of Duty? It's like one of the most lucrative IPs in existence right now. You know, it's up there. It's 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 not it's not necessarily probably rivaling um, you know Grand Theft Auto, but my golly, it, it's got to be it's got to be in the same hemisphere, I would think. Most of Warzone's money comes from Sony customers. Right, and that's what Microsoft's going to do, right? That's what Microsoft's going to do. Sure, yeah, I can say on your platform. Yeah, we want a better royalty share, though. Yeah. We want a better royalty share. You guys generate the most. You guys generate the most. If you want Call of Duty to stay on your platform, right? That, that's where we're that's where we're gonna that's where we're gonna make our money how do you speak of call of duty that's where you were born i was defending call of duty what do you mean somebody in chat said who cares about call of duty i was defending it i was saying it's one of the most lucrative it's one of the most lucrative ips in existence it makes tons of money call of duty warzone and mobile drive 70 percent jump in activision revenue gee many christmas it's just so much it's so much. Mythrax says, do you think Microsoft will start to intervene in the dev process of Activision Blizzard games like Call of Duty, Overwatch, World of Warcraft? For example, do you see them canceling World of Warcraft subscription system? Oh, oh, you were speaking to them. You were speaking to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm defending Call of Duty. I mean, I don't even play it that much anymore, but my gosh, what a successful, you know, IP that it's been. Um, Xbox buying studios with Game Pass money. And that's why they want to continue to grow. Yeah, somebody said that, you know, Microsoft's going to crash the gaming market. Microsoft has a vested interest in making sure the gaming market is incredibly lucrative and flourishing. You think they're investing $70 billion to be like, we're going to watch it all burn. We're going to jack the entire industry up. No, that's not that, that that's not going to happen. They're not going to cause that. Hmm. The only reason I bashed Call of Duty was Cold War. Uh, the only Call of Duty I bashed was Cold War. I've heard I've heard people that weren't very happy with Cold War. Why cancel something they make money on? 
Well, I mean, again, do you think EA will be the next to be bought out, says Kyle? I wouldn't be surprised if EA is purchased in time. EA is likely being courted right now. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Sony's trying to grab them. Um, you know, great viewer count today, but chat better get the likes up. Dauntless Gaming is calling you out on the like count, chat. You better smash that like button or he's going to come get you. Um, they'll put WoW sub on Game Pass Ultimate. They'd be stupid not to. I could see that, Claw Killer. I was going to say they'll bake it into the, the, the Ultimate version of Game Pass. You know, they'll bake it in and then they'll say, all right, here you go. Now you can play it here, you know. Uh, any prediction for future acquisition in the gaming space? Yeah, good question. Very similar to the other question from Kyle. I think EA is likely being courted by Sony right now. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Uh, given, given how much, uh, given how much money that EA generates with their properties, um, is, uh, is Kodak out or staying? So, Panoptic, we covered this in the beginning of the stream. If you're tuning in about Microsoft buys Activision, I did a breakdown at the beginning of the stream. Every stream, the first five or six minutes is everything you're probably looking for, but I'll give you a too long, didn't read. According to both Bloomberg and the Wall Street Journal, once this deal is complete, Kodak is out, which is not surprising. Listen, even if he was squeaky clean and the best guy ever, that's actually very common when these sorts of things happen changing of the guard he basically answers a question in an interview about like looking forward to working under phil spencer you ain't working under phil spencer he's gonna put his boot in your back you're out brother you're done they're not gonna keep somebody like that at the company he is sullied at this point even if the man's completely innocent it doesn't matter too much has come out too much has been said i mean You'd have to definitively prove every claim false, and you'd have to you'd have to imagine he's completely inept and completely oblivious to the misconduct of the company, which would completely disqualify from keeping him on anyway. So, even if he's completely innocent, he's he's terrible. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Does that make sense? If he's completely innocent, you don't want him working for you because then he has no idea what's going on at the company. That means he does know what's going on at the company and the company was grossly mismanaged. There's also claims against him. Now, if those claims are simply that claims, I'm not going to use those to say he deserves to be fired because as we all know, as we all know, claims can be just that. They can be claims. So, um, uh, the, the, the real question would be, you know, those don't need that's not even a question you don't even need to prove the claims against him false or true there's enough to say this guy doesn't need to stay at the company he's disqualified at that level of employment he's just he's not he's not worthy of the position anymore you know what i mean he isn't he's not worthy of the position you know get your house in order and you start at the top generally speaking uh king keys with a five dollar tip says shout out to wolvie for tying the knot yesterday yo congrats wolvie if you're in the chat good for you my friend I uh, hope you, the missus, she's now a missus, hope you, the missus, and the little one are having a, having a great, great new year. Congrats on that. Can the board still protect him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not once Microsoft fully owns. No. You can't protect him. Big Daddy Phil's going to walk in the room and be like, bye. <laughs> You're sitting in my chair. <laughs> A hundred dollar tip from D Crew Seeds. That is completely unnecessary, but very, very welcome. I appreciate that. Thank you. Phil Spender going all out. Sony valued at 143 billion while Microsoft is 2.5 trillion. The buying power is not even close. Um 
This won't be the last. Wait, 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 wait. Thank you for the $100 tip, but I don't think you're correct in saying that. Sony's got massive buying power. What are you talking about? I don't think that's accurate. Exotic says, do you think Microsoft will start to monopolize the gaming industry? Yeah, I mean, this is the question, right, that, 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 that people have, you know. Is this going to turn into a monopoly? It, it, it simply cannot turn into a monopoly unless Microsoft literally buys everybody. They'd have to buy Sony. They'd have to buy Nintendo. They'd have to buy Steam. They'd have to buy every indie studio in existence. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, hang on a second. I thought, wait, yeah. I was like, I'm going to sneeze. They'd have to buy everybody. Does that, does that make sense? So nobody cries monopoly when like Netflix and Amazon buy distribution rights or buy studios or help produce, you know, they buy up property so they can produce, make it and distribute it. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's accurate. Google it. Sony's valued $143 billion. Sony's a small player compared to these other guys. I thought Sony, I mean, according to their own report, Maybe this is with reference to something else. Microsoft will be the third largest gaming company by revenue. Oh, gaming company. So I think maybe that's where we're having a a, a mistake here. Microsoft as a gaming company will be third behind Tencent and Sony. But Microsoft as Big Daddy Microsoft has far more revenue at hand in comparison okay i was just basing it off this report i'm like what are you talking about they're saying they're going to be third behind sony and tencent but yeah microsoft's got deeper pockets than just their gaming division okay that makes sense i understand now that's just the gaming revenue hellfire with 11 months of membership hey listen listen uh triz you know what it is with a five dollar tip says i think microsoft buys ubisoft next what do you guys think triz just tipped five dollars to tell me that what just happened to my oh golly what is happening what chrome oh no uh there i was like oh golly it looked like my computer was gonna freeze um what do you guys think about what triz said triz tips money and says no that they're going for they're gonna go for ub next you know that's what they're that's what they're gonna do they're gonna go for ubisoft next do you think that's the next one? Um, a lot of people are saying Sony's going to go after EA next, you know? A lot of people are saying that, you know? A lot of people are saying that, that, that that's what's coming next, that they're going to say, all right, look, <laughs> you know, these companies are going to just, everybody's trying to buy, everybody's trying to snag somebody, you know? When do they start to dance with the monopoly? But it can't be a monopoly. I mean, it can it can be it can be antitrust, right? It can create anti-competitive. It can create an anti-competitive effect on the market, which will be potentially then stopped. But it's not necessarily a monopoly. That's the thing that people are forgetting. It's not as simple as just like, oh, it's a monopoly. If, if, if one company bought every gas station in America, so there was only one gas station company and they raised the prices, like that's a monopoly, right? Like they, there's no competition. There's only one place you can go to get gas. 
Monopoly means no one can compete, but there are thousands of devs and thousands, hundreds of publishers. Right. And there's Nintendo. There's all these other places. Right now, if you want to watch, if you want to watch certain shows and movies, you have to go to certain platforms to consume those shows and movies. Why? They've been purchased. They've been ba- they've been paid for. They either own the studio that made it or they've 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 bought the distribution rights. So if you're like, "Well, that's not fair. I should be able to go anywhere and watch that content." What are you talking about? What Disney bought Marvel, Disney bought Star Wars. Are you irritated that there's only one place you can go and watch Star Wars and Disney movie? Uh, I'm sorry, and Marvel movies? You can't go watch Marvel movies on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon. You can't go watch Star Wars movies there. No, why? Because someone bought the rights. This isn't that much different. It's like, here you go. We're buying all these games. Why? If you want to play Diablo 4, for example... We'll just take that as an example, as a potential. You want to play Diablo 4? It's on the Microsoft ecosystem, brother. Sorry. You want to watch, you know, Star Wars Return of the Jedi? You gotta watch it on Disney+. Plus. Why? Disney bought Star Wars. You can't, you can't be like, well, that's not fair. I should be able to watch it anywhere. Like, that's the idea, right? You're invoking Monopoly. Like, the idea that you should be able to go to any platform and play Diablo 4. But that just isn't how it works. These companies create a product, the product becomes in demand, and then the platforms themselves want the product, and then they want exclusivity over the product. That's what they want. They, 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 they're they going to want to snag stuff like this. Now, I'm not saying it's good or bad for you. I'm simply saying... This is this is business as usual. This is how this this is how these industries are working. Digital entertainment, this is where it's going. This is where digital entertainment's going. If you if you wanted uh NFL Sunday ticket, DirecTV was the only was the only one that had it. Nip this in the bud. Sony's net worth is 260 billion. Microsoft's net worth is 301 billion. Uh, not that huge of a difference. Yeah, I don't know where he got that money. It sounds like the difference between their net worth is, is a little bit closer than he said. King Sovereign with another $5 tip. I think Take-Two Interactive would be more interesting company to chase for Sony. Maybe. I mean, it Take-Two just bought Zynga, so, you know, and that's going to give them a Star Wars game, you know? I, th- that's going to give them a mobile vertical. They can make GTA Mobile. Do we know how this affects the devs of Call of Duty? Will Microsoft throw the exclusivity punch for Call of Duty? We have no idea. We have no idea. Microsoft is $2.3 trillion. Yeah, people are saying that Microsoft's at $2 trillion, so I I don't know, Creature, where you're getting a net worth of $260 billion. These people are saying two point. Everybody's putting $2.3 trillion, $2.3 trillion. Looking at EA's worth, about less than $40 billion. Sony's worth $152 billion. It might be a tough purchase as almost a third of its size, says Hilly. Yeah, they might not be able to do it. They might not be able to do it. Listen, let me take a let me take a station identification break. If you're new and you've never been here, the name of the show is SNTR Gaming. You're on the SNTR Gaming channel. We do variety gaming news coverage Monday through Friday. I'm a safe for work broadcaster. So a lot of people subscribe to the channel and they're just here every day. They throw me on in the background like gaming radio, okay? Do me a favor if you haven't already. 
hit subscribe set your bell button to all i got more things for you today we got more god of war pc gameplay on hard i got a brand new game in its beta form called leap it's like a 60 person fps game that's coming today we got more news coverage throughout this week so make sure you're subscribed do me a favor and smash the like button as well hitting the like button and chatting and all those things it helps the video it really does so if you're enjoying the video that's a great way to help it out there are direct ways to support me and people are doing that with these tips in chat you can push the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat if you want to send a tip or become a paying member ddizzle says with a two dollar tip square or capcom i think sony might be looking at Eugene says there's a growing sentiment within trade regulations to closely scrutinize tech-based mergers and acquisitions. I don't think this gets blocked, but it's also not a guarantee. So do you guys think that people are going to try to block this? Do you think that's the other move that might happen? The trillion is their stock market cap. All the stock of Microsoft is worth 2.3 trillion. This is a guarantee. Yeah, I don't see this not going through. Donkey Sausage with 13 months of membership. Welcome back, Donkey Sausage. We'd love to see some more members. Members are slipping. We were hoping to get to 500 members, but membership slipping under 4. 4 uh, we were like 450. It's slipping. Let's get a me- let's get a member train going. Hit that join button. Become a paying member. Five bucks a month. It supports the show directly. You get a badge. You get emotes. Hang on, Beater was pushing back on my analogy. Where is it? I think it was Beater. Where did it go? There it is. That's not a good comparison. We can see shows in our TV. For games, we need three different TVs. Oh no, yeah. No, the, the hard the hardware doesn't the hardware doesn't change the argument. No, the hardware doesn't change the argument. Mm-mm. No. Hardware doesn't change the argument. Hardware is a catalyst to the service. You know, it's like when you want a direct TV, you had to pay for that satellite or, or rent it. You know what I mean? There was a fee. When you get uh, cable television, you had to pay a fee either for the actual cable box, a rent fee or a purchase fee. If you wanted the box, you, you had to pay more for that. If you wanted the DVR, there was a there was an equipment purchase a lot of the times that coincided with you getting access to that content. Yido Rob is starting the member train here. We've never had a membership train on YouTube. Yido Rob with a brand new membership. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. Thank you so much. There we go. Let's see if we can actually have one. We've never had one here before. There still is. Yeah, they're still going to charge you money. They're not, they don't just let you get access to it. Just subscribed. Thank you, Bruno. Nowadays, it's all just the TV. Well, yeah, a lot of it's baked into the TV. Listen, the point is, the, the, the point that I'm making is this. Just because you have to buy a PlayStation or an Xbox or a Nintendo Switch, like none of that matters. Yo, Sir Mayhem with a membership. That's a renewal. Thank you for renewing Sir Mayhem. That's a blue joystick for you. Welcome back. Creature says that this is bad. Creature says, I say it's bad. Uh, I think too much control for one player. It'd be saying the same thing if Sony had made the same deal, because I'm not Sony or Microsoft. I just like games. Commando G-Man with another membership. Thank you so much. Another membership coming in. Thank you so much, Commando G-Man. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Young Crisis Actor coming in with a membership. Thank you so much. 
pushing over 600 viewers and tons of members. We really appreciate the support of the coverage. Uh, you can subscribe to the channel in confidence. I'll be in your sub feed all week with a safe for work broadcast of video gaming news. We've covered all sorts this week. We covered the Halo Infinite just yesterday. Um, we uh, we covered that one yesterday, the, the new Halo event. That one was really fun, even though it's not designed all that well. Uh, the, the Well, the, the rewards are pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> um... Perfect Paradox renewing their membership for three months. Thank you so much. Inner Rambo becoming a member. Thank you very much. There it is. We're having one. We're having a member train. Maybe we could hit 500 members today and unlock an emote. That would be incredible. We would need about 50 something people to do that. Uh, that are not that are not current members. We would need we would need 50 some odd people to do that. That'd be amazing. Um, I'm glad Microsoft bought Blizzard and Activision, says Bruno. Okay, yeah, it's 79% of the people that have taken the poll in chat are saying this is a good deal. 710 votes already on the poll. Most people saying this is good. This is good for gamers. I, I, I actually think that it, 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 it likely will be better uh, for gamers in general. Um, I, I do. I think that if you if you get on the Microsoft ecosystem, you're in a you're in a real treat going forward. You know, with with the ability to get some really really good stuff. I, you know, you're gonna have so many games under one umbrella, and this is what a lot of people are worried about. You know, creatures saying you got one player with way too much power. Well, I mean, d- d- has that has that harmed? You know, let's not get into a debate about the shows themselves, but yo, Z Logic with a membership coming in. Thank you so much, Z Logic. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. Keeping the member train going. Thank you, Z Logic. I don't want to get into a debate about the quality of the shows, but if Disney had not invested in purchasing Marvel and Star Wars and Disney Plus and all of that, controlling that much of the property, controlling that much of the, of the digital entertainment world, okay? I would imagine that we wouldn't be getting the shows that we're getting. The Marvel shows and the Disney shows that we're getting would likely not exist, okay? So I don't see this as being a bad thing. It's like, well, no, they're buying up, they're buying up power, they're buying up developers, they're buying up property, and then we will be the beneficiaries of that. Like, as a Star Wars fan, I'm not like, oh no, Disney bought Star Wars. I'm like, oh yay, Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, you know, <laughs> you know, Mandalorian and the rest. You know what I'm saying? You can talk about whether or not you like the shows. That's not that's not really what I'm talking about. Juan Ruiz coming in with another membership, keeping the member train going. Thank you so much. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. Doom renewing their membership with five months. Uh, Microsoft is carving out their position in the market, so they are undeniable uh, and not having other platforms and studios scoff at them uh, like they used to. Five months from the Danzatastic, another member renewal. Hey, here we go. As an Overwatch player, the community is excited to finally get money pumped into our game. Yeah, if you were worried about Overwatch 2, you might not be that worried anymore. At least it's not indie since AAA games are currently in a crap spot. Yeah, I mean, are are we really going to consider are we really going to consider this bad when uh <laughs> like think about how bad AAA games have been as of late. Like and suddenly having bigger ownership, what you can it get any worse? <laughs> can it get any worse? I, I, you know, is that possible? <laughs> Yeah, can it? I don't know if it can. Because 
you know, the, the big AAA companies. Now, somebody might point at 343 and Halo and being like, well, Microsoft's not the company we want, you know, owning all this stuff. I don't know if AAA, if, if AAA companies can, you know, can get much worse than they are right now. A lot of their big games haven't been that good. Now, Sony's AAA stuff has been pretty locked tight, but, you know, a renewal of 13 months from Cardock, Ren, Triple Dip Club, thank you, DefSide coming in and renewing and getting the blue badge. Welcome back, DefSide. We greatly appreciate that. Thank you very, very much. If competition allows, uh, uh, it can if competition uh, allows it to get worse. This is good from a Call of Duty fan's point of view, says Casey. The game is in a bad place with no prospect of getting better. Microsoft might break the yearly release uh, of half-baked games. So there's somebody saying that this might help with that. Angry Pete coming in. Double Dippers Unite. Five months of membership. Thank you, Angry Pete. Appreciate that very, very much. Tyler says, not just they're bad, Blizzard under Activision has been on a steady decline, especially World of Warcraft. All the important devs have left. I look forward to new management. Dominus Regius with three months and does a gaming tier two. Thank you for the gaming tier two membership, Dominus. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Welcome back. I see a lot of high heads falling with this acquisition. Oh, for sure. Mithrax says, I agree with Creature on this one. It doesn't feel good. Too much power for one player. I'd say the same if it was Sony or any other company. Kaiser Soze renewing for four months. Appreciate you, Kaiser. Usually Kaiser's disagreeing disagreeing with me in the comments, but it's a welcome thing. Especially, you continue to support the channel, even though a lot of times you're in my comments disagreeing with me. So I appreciate it. <clears throat> what are the chances more announced projects are going to be announced as Xbox exclusive? It's very possible, Butters. It's extremely possible. They spend an awful lot of money here. Manny Smalls with 10 months, and it's a gaming tier 2. Appreciate you, Manny. What's up, man? Been a while. Hope you're good. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while, Manny. Hope you're doing well. A brand new membership from the Cronus X, keeping the membership train going. Look at the green, just constant green in chat. And at the top of the chat, you guys are doing it, man. This is awesome. We've I've never really pushed for something like that on uh, on YouTube, but man, you guys are you guys are running with it. Thank you. If you want to become a member, it's very easy. You can click the join button. You can use the join command in chat. I think you can even hit the dollar sign at the bottom of chat, and there's a button there for membership. Uh, or yeah, Dr. Ravioli is reminding you guys you can order some of our coffee. I've not really talked about our sponsors. My shirt is from 80s Tees. You can use my code to get 30% off anything over at 80s Tees. They got amazing collection of like Marvel, Star Wars, video game shirts. Those are displates. You can use the displate command or the displate link below in the description. Um, we need to get some displate going. <laughs> we need to get some displate going. It slowed down after the holidays. Uh, Alex renewing for five months says, oh, here it is. Thank you, Alex. Thank you very much. It looks like a typical day with the doc. Yeah, we got to keep things going, champs. <laughs> um, Sinnoh is with a five-month renewal at a gaming tier two. You won't regret clicking the join button. Thank you very much, sir. We just hit 300 likes on the video as well. You guys are cracking off, man. This is great. Salvaneth says, I think... Um, 
I think people think that it means games are going to be Xbox exclusive, but if you think about it, Microsoft can capitalize on PlayStation success by making revenue straight off of Sony themselves. This is really good input. Thank you, Salvaneth, for bringing this up. I tried to bring it up a little bit earlier. I don't think we want to overlook the fact that, like, uh, I think it was Eugene that pointed out, most of the revenue spent in Call of Duty comes from the PlayStation platform. Microsoft's going to really, really like getting that revenue check from Sony. Like, hey, thanks for the royalty share, Sony, you know? Instead of, like, clapping it off of the platform, I I can't see that being a good move. Heads that deserve to roll is a good thing. Seems like big games like Call of Duty will stay cross-platform. I don't like Microsoft buying stuff in principle, but I don't see huge negatives this particular time i can resonate with people that are like this is concerning it's so much it's so much power it's so many studios it's so many games it's so many ips mcdo9 keeping the member train going keeping the green going thank you so much uh for clicking the join button enjoy the dope badge and emotes you are dope and deserve dope stuff you should do a co-op with mar i don't know who that is dan zatastic with a ten dollar tip I want them to make a big display and let Kodak go. No quiet exit, I think. It could be good for PR. Um, getting hit, getting, no, no. You don't want to bring him in and say you're fired. I just think they let him go. I don't think they need to be, be, be great. You don't need to grandstand. If you're going to win, if you're going to win, win classy, Danza. I've really taken a different approach in my own life when these sorts of things have happened. I've been like, you know what? I'm going to take the classy road because you can hold your head high, right? Jewel Grenier, uh, or Jewel, maybe Jewel, Jewel Grenier, oh, the Martian Manhunter uh, avatar, I like it, thank you for the brand new membership, Jewel, enjoy the dope badge and emote your dope and deserve dope stuff, Immortal Turtle renewing their membership and getting a blue badge, welcome back Immortal. here's the real bright side, Microsoft now has 39 studios, maybe they can make a playable Halo, <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings on Prime, the Rings of Power comes September the 2nd. The Rings of Power is the official title. Journey to Middle-Earth with Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. So Prime has officially announced when that's going to start, September the 2nd. Uh, again, names on point. Yeah, Immortal Turtle. <laughs> hopefully I'm getting that name right, uh, uh, Joel. Hopefully, hopefully. People need to put the pitchforks down. He's going anyway, and that's good enough for me. Uh, hey, what's up, Lone, everybody? Been tuning in for a while, pretty much since the other platform. Glad to see you overcoming and doing your thing. Well, I greatly appreciate that. Thank you for following me through the journey, and thank you for being here today. If you're a newer viewer or a longtime viewer, we greatly appreciate you. And uh, we don't like to, to, to like push for members, but we do, we do need membership to really climb, and we think it will. And uh, so periodically I will say, hey, man, Let's get, let's get those members going. Let's get a member train. It'd be amazing to hit 500. It'd be amazing to unlock an emote. You guys were asking for Lono Sip next. People were asking for Lono Preach. People were asking for Lono... I forget what the other one was. Hey, it's a double. We've not had a double. I don't think ever. Look at that. Tori M and Skyjaws coming in with memberships. Thank you so much. Enjoy the dope badges and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Uh, Imori coming in with five months working and lurking. My man Hex coming in with three. Not new, but will keep renewing. Appreciate you, Hex. Welcome back. Welcome back to SNTR Gaming. <laughs> uh, Exotic with a question. Do you think all of the Activision Blizzard games will now be on Game Pass Day 1 to make an incentive to buy Xbox instead of a PlayStation? Um... 
this is a good question exotic and i think it's one of the big elephants in the room like what are they going to do with all these titles are they going to be exclusives like is that going to be a thing tech coming in and keeping the member train going welcome to sntr gaming tier one enjoy the dope badge and emotes you are dope and deserve dope stuff. We appreciate the member train. We really do. It, it, YouTube's very different. So like member trains aren't a thing. I just said, hey, could, I wonder if we could do, I wonder if we could get one. We need a Lono disagree emote. We do. We do. <laughs> For Fridays, especially. For Fridays. For Fridays, especially. Um, We need a Lono copium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rolling right through 10K subs. That's right, baby. That's right. 11K is our next stop. Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard can only be a net positive, if only because Activision Blizzard has made themselves so toxic to their staff. I'm sure that Microsoft will be like, yeah, let's not do any of that. Yes, I I, I tend to agree with you. Nine months from Baker. Welcome back, Baker. Appreciate you keeping your membership alive. Thank you so much. Um, Wasn't there a low? Yeah, there was a no emote. Yeah, no. Yeah, or nope. You you can't do two-letter emotes. It would have to be Lono, nope, maybe. Um... Dauntless says, these studios aren't the same as Microsoft Studios. Not sure that they'll be there on day one, would they? I mean, Activision didn't own Call of Duty devs, uh, for example, did they? They just published them. I mean, but the publishers can determine all those things, right? Microsoft, if this deal goes through, Microsoft owns all the property. They own all the property. They own all the games. They've said that. Um, Jacob Bible with a $5 tip. I see this purchase more to push PC Game Pass than for console exclusivity. It's possible, but how do you push PC Game Pass if you don't keep things off of PlayStation, homie? Like, yes, PC Game Pass, but that's still the Microsoft ecosystem. That's still keeping a title from landing on the Sony ecosystem. Like, that's still, you know what I mean? Darth Nihilus coming in with two months of membership. Lurking as always, keep up the good work. Thank you, Darth Nihilus. I appreciate that very much. A $5 tip from my man Patrick. Microsoft buys Hideo Kojima for $100 billion. Oh, you think they're going to go for Kojima next? I don't know about that. I don't, I don't think Kojima will do it. I don't think Kojima wants that. I think he's going to stay. I mean, he's going to stay out of that. He's going to stay out of that for sure. Um, I'm making sure. Did we sell any coffee? If you guys like doing member trains, let's do a coffee order train. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, but uh, but seriously, I mentioned our sponsors. You can see the coffee back here. That's not a sponsor. That's our that's our light roast, our dark roast, and our holiday blend. That's my coffee. Like it's in my home. My wife and kiddos ship it to. So if you're a big coffee drinker, I'm drinking the light roast this morning. Man, grab yourself some. Use that coffee commander. Go to rageousroast.com. You think they'll buy Ubisoft next? Huh. <clears throat> I'm very surprised by the fact that so many members voted in favor of this. Um, Lono Think? Or are you talking about the vote at the top? Let's take. Let's check out the uh, Activision owns Treyarch. Yeah, yeah. Almost a thousand votes now. 852 votes. Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard. Is this good or bad for gamers? Almost 80% are saying good. Almost 80% are saying good. I totally get why a company brags about exclusivity. I don't really get why the fans do. When I really love a game, I'd like to see as many people enjoy it as possible. Yeah, uh, exactly. How far away are we from Game Pass existing on other platforms? I don't know. I really, really don't know. Exotic coming in with a brand new membership, keeping the member train going. Thank you, Exotic, for hitting that join button. 
Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Um, and Myrtle Turtle submitted a question. Do you think we might get some of the Battle.net games on consoles after this whole deal goes through, like WoW or StarCraft? There were rumors already circulating about World of Warcraft coming to, coming to Xbox. That was already circulating. They aren't buying anyone because they have to integrate 10,000 new employees next year. Yeah, I don't see if they're... I don't know if they're going to do any more purchases. They did Bethesda last year. They did this one this year. I think they're good for a while. <laughs> um, to the question about exclusivity and why fans like it, I, I think people like to feel a sense of pride in their platform and in their purchase. They like to feel like, I made a good purchase. This is really... You know, this is where I like to have my allegiance. I, I, I do. There it is. First coffee order of the day. Somebody taking the plunge, getting a light roast and a dark roast, Thank you very much, Mithrax. He says, thanks for everything you do. Well, thanks for supporting the coffee. It really is. It My, my family greatly appreciates you guys supporting that coffee. My kiddos draw you pictures and put them in the bags. It really is a small family business that you're supporting when you buy the coffee. So thank you for doing that. And it's amazing coffee. People in chat will tell you. I'm going to give you a warning about the coffee. Don't order it unless you want this to be the only coffee that you drink. Because it really will... <laughs> <laughs> It'll ruin another coffee for you. I'm here to tell you. Oh. Phil Spencer thinks that Sony's rumored Game Pass equivalent is a good idea. I don't understand making a product part of your identity. Also, have I mentioned I love this dark roast? <laughs> <coughs> Zubair. Do we know what single-player games are coming out this year from the new studios that are being acquired? I just want to know how many Starfields we get uh, taken away from Sony. Well, here's the thing. Imori says the coffee is very smooth. Thank you. The reason the coffee's so smooth, let me let me give you a little pitch on the coffee, okay? The reason the coffee is so smooth is because of the balanced acidity, okay? The light roast and the dark roast are the same base flavor. It's a, it's a medium-bodied, you know, coffee with honey undertones and a really smooth finish. And then the dark roast has like a more full-bodied, uh, more bold finish. But they both have balanced acidity. It's very drinkable coffee. People like to do cold ro- a cold brew, French press, just common drip coffee maker. Um, I use it with Italian sweet cream, and my wife says that pairs beautifully. So if you're not a big coffee drinker or you've never really been able to get into coffee, get the light roast, use some, use some Italian sweet cream, uh, and and we'll, yeah, I need to get some more bags down here. I put the bags back there, and I, I can't reach them. Those are out of reach. Um, so that's why the coffee is so good. The holiday blend, the we say Merry Frickmas here because I say Frick like what the Frick. Uh, so Merry Frickmas. Our holiday brand blend is the Frickmas blend. It was our more more popular coffee the last three months, and when it's gone, it's gone until the fall. We'll bring it back as our fall holiday seasonal blend, but right now it's getting down to the to, to the last you know the last bits of it. So if you want the holiday blend, scoop it up. Where do you get the creamer? Yeah, Target, Kroger, whatever. I, it, Coffee Mate. It's the Coffee Mate brand. Italian sweet cream pairs like perfectly with the light and the dark roast. It's be- my wife even said she's like I don't like creamer in my coffee. She's like, but there is something about your coffee, Rageless Roast. That's the name of the, that's the name of the brand, Rageless Roast Coffee with Italian sweet cream. She's like, I don't get it. She's like, but it's like a perfect, comp- it's like a perfect blend. And she doesn't like putting creamer in her coffee. So, because she's had you know, she she drinks she drinks hers with like froth milk or something like that. Um, that's like I got her a milk frother for Christmas one year. Are we still going to get a BlizzCon? 
No, no, <laughs> no. Doubt, press X to doubt. Don't think so. <laughs> oh man, let's see here. Have we have we rolled over? Oh okay. The, the, the new subs have slowed down. So if you haven't hit sub yet, be remember to hit subscribe. Uh, we love meeting new people in the chat. Welcome. If you've never been here before, this is a variety gaming news channel. I'm usually in this scene doing a talk show with people. Uh, you can subscribe in confidence as well. I am a safe for work broadcaster. I'll be in your sub feed all week with variety gaming news coverage. People tend to throw me on in the background like video game radio because you don't have to worry about the kind of language that I'm going to use. So, uh, QuakeCon still a thing? I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. E3 Digital is all but canceled at this point. I think Summer Games Fest is going to become the big central uh, festival every year now. The big, uh, It'll be the big thing to look at. It'll be the, the you know Christmas in July type of a thing for gamers. Why is Microsoft buying Activision a good thing for gamers? Brutal. I think most people think it's a good thing for gamers because what it does is it, it'll, number one, it'll it, it'll potentially uh, clean things up over there at, uh, at Activision Blizzard. Uh, beyond that, uh, beyond cleaning things up, it can also potentially uh, create um, a great, great value funnel for people that really, really want to see uh, Game Pass get you know more value, better treatment. Um, I did a poll on Twitter as well. Do you think Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard is a good or bad thing for gamers? And it's a 73% good uh, out of about 400 votes. So again, you know, most people just seem to think like this is going to be good for them. They're going to get more value out of Game Pass potentially, uh, which is like I said, I think Microsoft wants Game Pass to be like Netflix for gamers. That's what that's what their long term goal is. Does this deal include Vicarious Visions? I don't know. Radley Bourbon keeping the member train going. There it is. It slowed down a little bit, but we've gotten a ton of new members today. Thank you so much, Radley, for hitting the join button. 17 new members today. We needed about we need about 50 if we're going to hit 500 members, so we're almost half of what we needed. We're almost a 25... Um, we're almost a 25 new members today. 17 new members. <clears throat> SNTR Network forgot my email account. What? You might have to take that up with Creature. Um, Vivari- Vicarious Visions doesn't exist. It's part of Blizzard. Yeah, that's right. They basically shuttered them and, and absorbed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not shuttered. That's the wrong word. They absorbed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they, um, that was like, I think that was like three months ago when that was announced. Uh, that they would be, they'd be absorbing them. Which, you know, that's obviously a big, huge bummer for, you know, is, well, maybe not a huge bummer, but there are a lot of us that really liked Vicarious Visions and what they brought to the table. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to have to wait and see if, um, if they, uh, if they continue to let them do really, really good stuff. Cause they did, they, Vicarious Visions was a great company for porting. That's probably why they absorbed them. They just want them for porting purposes, maybe. You know, fuzzy with a $10 tip, a $10 super chat. My crazy prediction, the next mainline Nintendo console will have a version of Game Pass on it. I mean, I know Microsoft was talking about that in a, in a, in a previous presser, 
Um, I just don't know. Um, and starting in March, we're rolling out in the next few months a way to view your YouTube earnings. Um, so they're going to have an easier way for us to see that and manage that. Well, that's that's that'll be nice. Um, we need to keep adding things to the live environment that they they haven't done anything yet this year. <laughs> Come on. Come on, YouTube. We need some of those live environment updates. Um, Nintendo isn't an affordable console. What? Um, Nintendo's not playing nice with anyone. Yeah, I know. I know Phil Spencer said something to the effect of like they thought that that would be good or they could see Game Pass landing on other platforms like that. I'm just like, I don't know about that. I don't know. I'm pumped for Raven TBH says Tyler. Uh, they're now a non there's now a non-zero chance they get to make their own games again. I don't know if there's a non-zero chance. It doesn't just because they own them doesn't mean that they fund projects, you know what I'm saying? Like just because you own your owned or whatever, you you have these potential deals like what was uh the company, what's her name? Sony Bend or whatever the name is, the company that made Days Gone. Their sequel got shot down. They got told no for their project. Uh, so just because they're, you know, I don't even know if the co- is the company that makes um, Days Gone owned by Sony. If they are, I mean, their pitch for a sequel got shot down. So that doesn't. It, it's not a guarantee, is what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not trying to like rain on your parade, but it's it's definitely not a guarantee. It's not. It's not a promised thing that they will. Uh, they will make things to where you're like, oh yeah, they're definitely making more games. I greatly respect how Nintendo just does whatever dumb thing they want to do, and more often, more than often, it works. Uh, so it isn't dumb after all. <laughs> uh, Nintendo Online is basically Game Pass. Yeah, Nintendo does have their Nintendo Online thing where you can like play like classic games and stuff. It. Uh, I think I need to cancel it. I don't use it. <laughs> I think I might have canceled it. I can't remember if I did or not. Um, uh, they're literally called Sony Bend. Okay, I had it right. They are called Sony Bend. I, I wasn't sure if that was the name or not. I, wa- I was like thinking it was like Studio Bend or something. I was like, that doesn't sound right. I think it's Sony Bend. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they're owned by Sony and their sequel got shot down, which you know, Days Gone might get a sequel anyway, but I think Sony Bend is working on a different property now. Um, I think they moved on to something else. Apparitional, uh, Apparitional Wolf Shadow says, This will give Microsoft Xbox the boost they need to try and catch the competition. Uh, they've been getting smoked by Sony since the Xbox One PlayStation 4 launch in 2013. I think they shifted their strategy as soon as Phil Spencer got in charge. Phil Spencer said years ago that he envisioned their competition as Google and Amazon, and you can see why he said that, you know. Interesting, look at the products Activision owns. Crash Bandicoot's on the list, and Spyro and Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter has her first training session with her school after making the team. Oh, no way! What? I don't, I don't, I don't remember what team she was going out for, Haley. I don't know if you told me. Um, wanting Game Pass content on Nintendo is like wanting Netflix content on Amazon Video. It's not going to happen. Soccer? Oh, nice. Good, good, good. My kids can't wait for soccer to come back around. They love it. They love it. Me and my uh, me and my Korean friend, we, we think we're going to help coach a team. He and I are a pretty, we're a pretty good pair. We've, we've got a good idea on how to, how to coach the kids. Interesting looking at prod. Oh, I already read that. Uh, da, 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 da. There were crazy rumors that CD Projekt Red talked to Sony about buying the Days Gone IP. Now that's crazy. 
yeah, I mean, it's a good. Days Gone is a great game. It's a wonderful port on PC. It's an it's a very very good game. It's probably one of the best games I played with respect to like emotion capture of the characters. We got another coffee order from Telorn. Two bags of the Frickmas blend, getting that holiday blend while it lasts. Thank you, Telorn, for grabbing some of that. Appreciate you very, very much. And uh, the the member train stopped, so <laughs> and the coffee train continues. So we're 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 switching train tracks. It seems there's already Game Pass games on Nintendo. Minecraft is there. Days Gone was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hilly has been Americanized. Sad to see. He said soccer. <laughs> It'll be okay. It'll be okay. John Armstrong says that the 20% that didn't vote good thing are Sony users. No, not necessarily. Uh-uh. No. No, there's a lot of people that just don't think this is a good idea. You you would think that, John. You would think that and assume that, and you would be wrong. There's a lot of people that think this is a bad idea, and they, and they love both their consoles. There are. There are people that like Microsoft. They don't think this is a good idea. Now... You're not wrong if you think that a lot of the people that are unhappy about this are Sony fans or PlayStation owners because, you know, they're like, man, I don't know about this, man. That's that's a lot of property that we might not be able to get access to anymore. That's a lot of game. That's a lot of games, you know, that we might uh, we might have to we might have to say bye bye to. It, it's it's a curious thing with exclusivity and 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 the console competition. It certainly could lead to a lot of. Uh, you know, a very sliced up market. If you remember when they were doing that, right? Sony was doing that with Call of Duty. They'd get guns and they'd get maps and they'd get things that you couldn't get on the other consoles. I mean, this certainly could lead to that. Robert Jones says, people who voted no, it's a bad thing, are people who don't want companies to have more power and people who are afraid of multi-plats going exclusive. I want to take the first the first part of what Robert said. I want to I want to I want to deal with that, right? Um. Uh. <laughs> this guy tweeted. He said, "I have a friend whose first day at Activision uh, was this past Monday. He left his job at Microsoft for the position." <laughs> Microsoft's like, "Uh, before you go, uh, <laughs> we're gonna need you to come in on Saturday." <laughs> Oh, oh no, poor guy. Anyway, I want to address the whole thing of like, we don't want them to have more power. All right. Okay. So in the realm of gaming, I think there is this, there is this sort of, uh, I don't know what to call it. There is an antagonism toward corporations. We think corporates, corporations and profit are evil and terrible. Uh, and I think power we're, we're, we're lumping power in now, right? And we think power is bad. And, and to a certain extent, power is not bad. Power is simply something that can, uh, it can corrupt or can be wielded by the corrupt. I mean, all you have to do is look at Blizzard Activision. Uh, look at Activision Blizzard to see that power can corrupt. It can create and breed corruption. 
it's it's not difficult to see uh, that, that power can be corrupt. Look at the IGN article about Bungie, and then look at the the fallout from that. I had an actual ex Bungie employee reach out to me and tell me that they were not pressured to sign non disparaging agreements; they were forced to essentially threatened like do this or else okay that's true for both existing employees and people that left the company so that's that's power being wielded in a corrupt way right so you look at this situation you think no 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 we don't want microsoft to have more power that will inevitably lead to corruption that will that will lead to like uh you know we're we're gonna have this total messed up market where Microsoft has everything and they're going to charge more and you know and that's going to be bad right I think there's a significant you know amount of power that we don't really necessarily see that we have and this is something that I think gamers need to grab own and wield in a good way okay to pretend to pretend that there is not also power in the hands of gamers that has caused and has led to corrupt usage of that power with respect to, you know, being nasty on forums and Reddit, sending threats, uh, attacking and being malicious toward developers, right? That power that we have, the communication power that we have, the ability to share information, uh, the ability to band together uh, around a cause, we have great power as well. Deadly Dad Gaming with five months. Thank you so much. Microsoft is actually going to revive all the Blizzard titles and keep Call of Duty on the rails. Uh, this is a good thing for gamers, says Deadly Dad Gaming. Thank you for five months. Welcome back. Individual gamers have no power. I don't agree with that at all. I think you have more power as a gamer today than you ever have. I think if you look at historically, the, like the 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 era of games you know, launching and having like zero accountability, zero, zero repercussions for the game being crappy. Um, you have way more power, uh, in, in, in your hands now than you ever have. So to pretend that we are not also in a position of power, right? I, I think, I think that is, that is something that we need to, we need to not overlook. And the reason I say this is, if Microsoft decides in four years to be like, ha we bought all these companies because we want to ruin the industry and we're going to charge way more money for all those titles. We're going to rip all those titles off other platforms. And we're going to make it terrible for you. It's going to be absolute hell if you're not on the Microsoft ecosystem. And even when you are on the ecosystem, we're going to charge you more money, right? They're going to just obliterate the industry. There are so many reasons that they won't do that. Like, there's a litany of reasons. (laughs) Number one, that's counterproductive to their aims to make more money and more profit long term. There's a symbiotic relationship between all businesses and the consumer, and that is dictated by supply and demand, and you're willing to pay for things. Your willingness to pay for things is largely determined by the perceived value. So if all these games start sucking and the value of Game Pass becomes garbage because they just are like, well, since we own all the property, who cares? Just shove out trash. Well, then you're not going to subscribe to Game Pass. The reviews will spread. The videos will exist. Like the YouTubers and the streamers of the world and the, and the forums and the Reddit and the Twitter fires will burn. And people will say, no. No. 
This is a raw deal. All these games suck. Microsoft hasn't done anything with these developers but ruin their property. Okay? You have a lot of power as a gamer that you didn't have 10 years ago. You can really... Uh, one person can hurt or harm the reception of a game. One big streamer, you know what I mean? Can boot up a game like, it's garbage. This thing runs like trash. Tommy Humphreys with four months, StarCraft 3, Warcraft 4, bring the RTS back. I, I, I don't I don't care for them, but they, potentially, yes. They might not have an interest in that because RTSs, uh, I think they, uh, especially StarCraft and Warcraft, I think they don't translate all that well to console. They'd have to get really creative. I mean, you could prove me wrong by pointing to other RTSs, I suppose, but they'd have to really adapt and contextualize if they wanted it to flow well on console. Um, again, reference Disney cranking out complete garbage. Well, that's completely subjective because I think Disney's cranked out greatness. I think Loki and WandaVision and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, I think, and we've I've heard great great things about Hawkeye. Hawkeye got like a ninety three percent from the reviewers and ninety three percent for the community. Uh, so you're wrong on Marvel, demonstrably wrong on Marvel, and arguably you're wrong on on uh, on Star Wars. Now that they have it in the right hands, uh, you know, Mando and Book of Boba Fett are getting high praise, uh, even though the Power Rangers were kind of disliked uh, last week. Um, you, you also have, you know, all these other games, all these other shows coming out under the Star Wars, uh, umbrella. Ah- uh, you got Ahsoka, uh, Obi-Wan, uh, and, and the other ones I can't remember the name of right now. Uh, Bad Batch recently came out. I think Bad Batch received good reviews, did it not? Um, now the movies, sure. The movies are, are, are absolute utter refuse and they need to be retconned and just start over. For frick's sake, start over. Um... You, you know what I mean? So, so to say that like, well, yeah, Disney did the same thing and now they're just cranking out trash. Pfft, no. <laughs> like, this isn't even a matter of subjectivity. It isn't. Y- you can you can objectively measure the quality and the value of all of those shows you know, from, a, from, a, from just a critical standpoint. And then look at the audience response and it's like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, you got three stinker movies. Okay, what about everything else they've been able to do? You just have to get the right people in charge. Listen, this is what it comes down to. Whether we're talking Star Wars, Marvel, or video games, this applies to 343, a Microsoft-owned studio, and Microsoft-owned property, Halo Infinite, okay? Here's the thing. It never comes down to who owns it. It comes down to who directs it. That's what it comes down to. Direction, game director, right? You got Favreau in the seat. John Favreau is going to bring greatness if he touches something Star Wars, okay? Or or Marvel. He's going to bring the goods, right? You know what I mean? Lono telling people that they think shows are not good, have the wrong opinion is not it. That's not what I said, but thanks for putting words in my mouth. I said it's demonstrably false. I didn't say the opinion was wrong. It's demonstrably false. He said they've just done nothing but push out trash. Please just shut the frick up if you're going to come in here and put words in my mouth and misrepresent my argumentation. Don't friggin' do that. You're going to get a quick shut the frick up. Don't friggin' do that. He said all they do is push out trash. It's demonstrably false when you look at TV shows getting 90% reviews from critics and the audience. That means I can demonstrate the falseness of the opinion. Opinions can be false telling me that what you going to tell me all opinions are equal i can't wait to hear that you know 2022 snowflake drivel that like all opinions are equal please put that in my chat so i can shred it to ribbons jiminy freaking christmas 
the, the, what it comes down to is direction. I don't care who owns the property. It comes down to direction. Halo Infinite was poorly managed and poorly directed. It's good property. It's owned by a company with tons of money. And it was poorly directed and poorly managed. Look at the difference between the Star Wars movies and the Star Wars TV show. Look at the difference between them. What's the difference? It's not the money. It's not the cast. It's the direction. It's the direction. That's what it is. Him saying saying trash is not either, but a lot of people don't like some of the shows. I don't care if you don't like them. That is not an estimation of its inherent quality. That is simply you saying that you didn't like it. Okay? If you say that you don't like the pizza at the downtown pizzeria, but it's got a Yelp score of like 96, and there's a line halfway around the block, then I'm going to tell you, your opinion doesn't really matter. Like, okay, fine, but your opinion doesn't determine the quality of the food. The quality of the item and the quality of the product is largely determined by the reception and support of the public. So the fact that like these shows are getting 90%, both from audience and critics, means your opinion is demonstrably false. If you're saying... I don't like it, that's fine. If you're saying it's trash or it's bad, I can demonstrate that that's false. No, it's it's not. that's not true. You can say, I don't like Lady Gaga. If you say her new album's trash and I show you record-breaking sales and mass global acceptance, I'd be like, I can demonstrate the falseness of what you're saying. It's not trash. You just don't like it. That's the difference. I've never sat here and pushed back and told people that they should or shouldn't like something. You're well within your right to be like, I thought that Mandalorian was boring. I didn't like it. That's fine. But to be like, it's trash. Hawkeye was trash. Okay, that's fine. But that's not that's not a determiner of the of the inherent quality of the item. It isn't. Um. Uh. Rambo the nerd coming in with a membership. Thank you so much, Rambo. That was the point that I was making. Like, it's demonstrably false to be like, well, you, the Disney just keeps cranking out trash. It's like, what are you friggin' talking about? The, 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 the reception and the success of these shows is undeniable, right? It's undeniable. You can't call it trash. You can simply say that you don't like it. And I don't care if you don't like it. That's not what we're talking about. The point that I was making is, if you draw, come on, whether or not you like Mandalorian, are you really going to try and argue that like, there's like, look at the difference between the Star Wars movies and Mandalorian. Look at the difference in quality and direction and writing and art direction. Are you really going to try to say it's as bad as those three movies? No! Those three movies were horribly managed. Let's have three directors. Stupid. Just the dumbest idea ever. They completely ruined and sullied an amazing arc and story that could have been awesome in the wake of the garbage prequels. So it, it's, it, it comes down to direction. So this idea that like, oh, power is dangerous. Microsoft's going to corrupt these studios. What are you talking about? No. If, the, if these studios crank out good or bad games, that is not... There's nothing determinative from Microsoft about that. It's how they're managed. It's how they're directed. Are you going to really lay Halo Infinite at the feet of Microsoft? No! 343 would mismanage the project. It mismanaged it. 
if I'm a if I'm a foreman at some construction company and I subcontract an electrician to come in and wire your house and he does a horrendous job, I'm gonna make it right, but it's not my fault. You wouldn't be like, I can't believe you did this. I'm like, no. You'd be angry at the electrician and his company. You know, Bob's you know, Bob's shock, you know, shock and awe. You know, that's the name of his company. Great name for an electric company, right? That tells you how good they're going to do, right? Bob Shock and Awe comes in and does a terrible job. You would obviously take it up with me, but you would understandably be like, Bob is the one that mismanaged the electricity and the, the electrician work. It's on him, right? You pick the contractor, it's definitely your fault. No, no. It's only my fault if that contractor has like a... Uh, a, de- a, a demonstrable record of being terrible, then yeah, it's my fault. Well, yeah, you pick the guy that's known to be the town drunk, of course. He came in, plastered, and messed my house up, right? Like, 343 mismanaging the project doesn't mean, like, oh, it's Microsoft's fault. Like, oh, yeah, you should have taken the entire property and handed it to somebody else. Like, you're, you're being illogical if you want to lay that at Microsoft's feet. That's not how it works. If, if, uh, if, in the, in, in the situation with Call of Duty! In the situation with Call of Duty, Activision has development studios handling Call of Duty. How many studios did they put all hands on deck on Call of Duty? And then they have problems, and the map sucks, or stuff's not working, or people are cheating. It's Activision's fault. Shut the frick up. You're not even saying anything when you say that. You're not even having a conversation. You're just saying some juvenile assumed thing about the reality. It's like, it's not their fault. You you think a publisher is really to blame for that for the for the game's quality? Everybody wanted to blame EA for Anthem. And when the truth came out, it had nothing to do with EA. It was BioWare. Their stupid dogma about BioWare magic and 18 different versions of the game and a different name and like, oh, it'll be a survival game and oh now it'll be this game. They were it was poorly managed. They ran, they, they, they ran that game straight into the ground. Oh, it's EA's fault. No, it's not. It was BioWare's fault. When you lay mismanagement at their feet, though, a decade of blunders, two decades, examples of multiple studios being mismanaged. I mean, I don't know. I mean, even Halo 5's lack of reception, I don't think they've looked at Halo 5 as a failure. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a failure. It just wasn't received well by the community. Halo 5 didn't absolutely fall flat and flop on its face. Now, 343's management of Halo Infinite, again, we we, we, we have no idea, right? We have, we, have no, we have no idea where the mismanagement started. And again, if 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 Microsoft goes to them and is like, okay, you better pick up, you better, you better, you better get this going. You better get this project in order, and then look what happened. Look what happened. They're like, well, this thing is in a, in 2019. The place is, the place is in, what do they say, crisis mode. What'd they do? They bring in Joseph Staten. Who, who brought in Joseph Staten? Was it Microsoft or was it 343? Did Microsoft step in and say something? If Netflix has been able to double their prices in just eight years without cons- customer revolt, what makes you believe Microsoft won't do the same thing with Game Pass? What makes you think that digital entertainment on Netflix or Microsoft or any other platform hasn't dramatically improved over the years, and thusly so has the cost? 
You think the scope and the reach of Netflix and their database infrastructure, UI, distribution contracts, the production of first-party titles like uh, Queen's Gambit, you don't think that costs money and subsequently drives the price up? Uh, Not to mention inflation? The cost of production, cost of contracts of the workers, the writer's strike that led to more writer's royalty share rates on all the products and, and, and shows that they create. Of course the prices go up. Wait, welcome to the real world where video game prices have stayed static for almost 30 years and you don't think that that's going to happen? Yes, video games have been immune somehow to inflation and yet Every other medium, look at the price of CDs, look at the price of Blu-rays, look at the price of any other form of digital entertainment. Yeah, the price goes up. Production quality's gone up dramatically. Netflix invests in insanely awesome first party, they produce them awesome titles. You're paying for that. Wait, wait, wait. If you don't want those improvements, if you don't want the UI, uh, the library to expand, the quality of the streaming, you don't want all those things to improve and get better, then sure, 10 bucks a month forever. But of course the price is going to go up. I don't think the quality of Netflix for the average customers doubled in eight years. You're right, it hasn't doubled. It's probably tripled. <laughs> You're right, it probably hasn't doubled in quality. It's probably tripled. Eight years ago? Eight years ago? How, how, how great was Netflix eight years ago? Seriously? <laughs> the, fir- the first party you know, content that was there, the amount of movies that were there, the amount of TV shows that were there eight years ago? Really? Gee, many Christmas. I don't think it's doubled. I think it's tripled. Netflix is amazing. There's so many great pieces of content on there. Disagree? Fine. Don't pay them. It's that simple. If you don't agree with me, then don't then don't subscribe. Yeah, we got Daredevil. We got Punisher. Now that obviously, what's happening with those properties is in Disney's hands, which is a bit of a bummer. But did they have homebrew shows eight years ago? I, I don't. I don't even know if they did. Zubair. Yeah, DVD rentals in the mail. Gee, money. Eight years ago, Netflix was even better. They had all the Disney content and the Marvel. Now they don't. Well, I mean, that stuff got bought, but that doesn't mean the quality, the inherent quality of Netflix has, has plummeted because they lost Disney and Marvel stuff. And eight years ago, there was no... Eight years ago, they might have had some of the Disney movies, but they didn't have any Marvel, I don't think. Oh, maybe they did. Maybe they did. Arcane on Netflix eight years ago. Eight years ago, Netflix did House of Cards first. That might have been the beginning. Was that when it was that when it first released? House of Cards, season one. House of Cards, season one release, 2013. Yeah, eight or nine years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was the beginning of like big budget first party. House of Cards was was was. I think you're right. That might have been kind of the beginning of it. Like, boom. Here's a big title. Here's a here's something that we paid for. That's but and again and again, it, let, let, let's 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 put that argument aside and consider just reality. Do you think that the cost of production of shows like House of Cards and now most recently like Queen's Gambit, you you think the cost of production has gone up or down with inflation? Which 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 direction? You know the answer. You, you know you've lost right. You, you know where this is going. 
the cost of production has gone up. I got a friend who owns a uh, a furniture shop. Big, big, successful business doing really, really well. Okay? But inflation and average consumer, average, I'm sorry, average employee wages have gone up. So guess what? A couch that he used to sell for $300, he's now selling for about $700. Why? Because that couch is more expensive to make. Why? Every single hand that touches the couch is getting more money. The guy that puts the, puts the, puts the feet on it, right? The guy that makes the fabric, the guy that ships it, the guy that delivers it, they're all making more money, right? They're making more money than when he started the business 12 years ago. So, he's charging more for the couch. Now, you're going to walk in and say, has the quality of this couch doubled or tripled? In the la- what the frick are you talking about? No, it's more it's it, it's called inflation. Saying then don't subscribe is exactly the problem. If I feel as a customer the cost isn't worth the value, then I'm out of luck because Netflix has cornered the market. No, they've not cornered the market. There's Hulu, there's Disney Plus, there's HBO Go. There's plenty of streaming services out there that offer a whole host of things for you to watch. Whether or not you want to watch them or whether or not they have what you're looking for, well, that's a completely different question, which is consumer subjectivity. Like, that, that doesn't determine whether or not they've cornered the market. Cornering the market would mean that they literally own every single piece of streaming property that's out there, and they don't. Netflix is paying Oscar-winning actors in their shows. How much do you think DiCaprio and Lawrence cost? <laughs> yeah. Like, the quality of the couch hasn't doubled or tripled. It hasn't. Inflation. It, it's just more expensive. It's more expensive to make a show. It's more expensive to make a movie. It's more expensive to make a couch. So you're looking at like the Netflix price going up and what are you doing? You're working within the paradigm that corporations are evil and power corrupts. They've got power. They have this property. They have these shows. And look at what they're doing. They're money hungry, grubby, profit, you know, profit seeking corporations. Right? No. No, not really. It's a for-profit company, so they're doing everything they can to protect their interests, keep their shareholders happy, maintain their margins, and continue to push out the product that will subsequently drive uh, their growth. Or sustainability. Inflation's not doubled in eight years? Speak with your wallet, then. You're not convincing me to unsubscribe, or people that like The Witcher. You're not convincing people that are looking forward to Ozark, or, uh, you know, the people that enjoyed Queen's Gambit. Uh, I'm watching Downton Abbey right now on Netflix. You're not convincing me not to subscribe. Why? Because I feel like I'm getting plenty of value for my money. Find somewhere else to spend your money. Speak with your wallet. The main goal of corporations is literally to make money. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, what's the problem? You're talking an awful lot about reality for someone denying that companies don't pay their employees workers properly you're talking about reality and yet you're saying something that I didn't say you're, you're, you're excellent at this Lucy I saw some of your exchanges on Twitter you're excellent at dealing in just falsehood <laughs> just make stuff up <laughs> like I didn't say I didn't deny that companies don't pay their employees or workers properly what is it straw man hour <laughs> you're just going to make up a straw man <laughs> Lono, you said it's totally fine that employees aren't paid properly. Really? Where did I say that in the last one hour and 42 minutes? Oh, that's right. I I didn't. I didn't. I did. That's right. I didn't say that. You're just another straw man wielding, like, person. (laughs) 
I didn't say that. Way to jump the train tracks and deal in the fallacy of straw man. I didn't say anything about employees being paid properly. We're talking about power being a problem. Like that's what led this discussion, right? That's what that, that's what led this discussion is that is that power is going to make a problem here. Like Microsoft's going to have all this power and they're going to raise the price of Game Pass. You're right, they probably will raise the price of Game Pass in 5 years. Why? Because they will more than likely have a massive amount of more value, more games and more property under the umbrella. You're denying that corporations aren't evil and money hungry, yet you acknowledge that companies don't pay their employees properly. I'll tell you what, I'm going to help you out here. I don't like talking to people like you because you put words in my mouth and with respect, frick you, frick off, don't come back. I don't engage with people like you. You're exhausting. You're grinding an axe and putting words in my mouth. And I don't engage with people like you because you're dishonest. You don't argue in good faith. You're a dishonest person and you can leave. I'm I'm not going to do this. You're denying that companies aren't evil and money hungry. Just shut the frick up and get out. Your anti-corporation diatribes are not welcome here. They're tired, they're worn out, they're rooted in falsehood, and you misrepresent me at every turn. So find somewhere else to hang out. I don't like interacting with people like you because you're far more concerned with dealing in underhanded argumentation and being dishonest while you just wield these stupid hyperbolic diatribes that aren't rooted in any evidence or facts. It's just this anti-corporation propagandizing of like, well, they're just trying to make... Yeah, the corporations want to make money. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what they're doing. They're evil for doing that. No, they're not. What the frick are you talking about? How are they evil for trying to make money? (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? Something, 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 corporation, something, something, gas prices, something, something. Yeah, exactly, Joss. Exactly. Where are you guys going? Okay. Were they okay with the fact that they scheduled it for me? (laughs) (laughs) They scheduled it for me. I was like, I'm not going at nine in the morning to the chiropractor. Uh, I'm just getting here. Is Lona defending Sony again? <laughs> Making profit isn't evil. Doing evil things to make profit is evil. That's why I said I, I, do, I cannot stand engaging with people that are going to argue in an underhanded way, misrepresent my position, and speak in, and speak in cliche bumper sticker diatribes. Corporations are evil and money hungry. Thanks for letting me know that you're not worth engaging with. You're just another thoughtless drone who just like spews things you've probably read on reddit or something like that's that, that's not true corporations are not evil and money hungry and then you want to get off on some side issue axe grind of like how corporations treat their employees like that's not what the frick we're talking about we're not talking about that now if companies are found to be guilty of misconduct then that should be dealt with accordingly. And that's exactly what's happening with Activision Blizzard, which I have been in full support of. Since the beginning of the Activision Blizzard thing, and any of my coverage or commentary on the Activision Blizzard thing, even this morning talking about Bobby Kotick, I've said, no, you're done. You don't get to stay here. Because if he's innocent, then he's completely inept and disqualified from being a C-suite employee, right? If he has no idea these things are going on, then he has no idea. He doesn't deserve to be there. He doesn't deserve to be at that level. And if he did have knowledge of the stuff that was going on, then same deal. Get him out of there. 
I've not once acted like these companies can do no wrong and that these companies shouldn't be held accountable when they are found guilty of misconduct. Like, I've, I've never once given the inclination like, oh, that's totally fine. They couldn't do all that. No. I merely defend against the philosophical, utterly bankrupt position that these companies are wrong for seeking an increase in profit. That is quite literally what they are supposed to do. It would be like going into a room, you go into a gymnasium, and there's a guy sweeping the floor with the broom, and you're like, I can't believe it! This guy's in here sweeping up dust! just absolutely disrespecting the volition and and the will of dust particles it's his job he's literally there to sweep the floor that is what he is supposed to do that's what that's his job corporations only care about profit duh Yeah, that's kind of what they're supposed to do. They employ thousands of people. Like, if you went to my friend who runs the furniture company and you said, well, all you care about is profit and you're worried about your margins. So you are, you're more worried about raising the price of this couch than than keeping it at a reasonable price. The, the quality of the couch hasn't doubled. You're just worried about profit. Now, if you press pause on this just idiotic diatribe that you just said to this gentleman, you are forgetting the fact that just him purchasing the couch is maintaining an ecosystem of an insane number of jobs, right? Insane number of jobs. There, there, there is a fabricating company that makes the material. There's the screws, the wood. There's a company that puts it all together. There's a company that manages the logistics of shipping it. And every single one of those companies has anywhere from 20 to 1,000 employees, right? And he's helping to maintain that ecosystem by ordering the couch at a cost and selling it at a profit. Not only is he maintaining all of those businesses and those jobs, he's maintaining his own business and the jobs of the people living there. Working there, sorry. Living there. Oh, golly. Oh, they live there? You see... If a company maintains profit and margins, you, they're, they're, they're maintaining an entire industry. There are people that make the games, that work on the artwork, that work on the different things. There are people that ship them. There are people that, that, uh, that, that then port them later to other platforms. That's, that's, that's what they do. If, if you go in and you say, you should stop trying to make more profit. And if they were like, okay, you know, <laughs> okay, barista, <laughs> we're going to let you run the company. And if they basically started letting you run the company and you did everything you could to trim down profit margins, because I guess that's bad or that's wrong or whatever, and you got them close to breaking even, do you want to know what happened? Financial ruin would happen. It would, they, they wouldn't be able to maintain their size, their reach. They wouldn't keep their shareholders happy. They'd probably get fired because they'd be like, what? No, wait, you're legally bound to increase worth. Like, you're legally bound to, to make us money. We've invested. We're, we're, we're a shareholder in the company. What are you doing? You, you can't do this. You can't run this company into the ground. You can't break even. What are you doing? 
that that's this is just the way businesses run you've you've I, I don't think you've ever taken like an economy class or run your own business if you think that like a company desiring to increase its profits is somehow evil or bad like what are you talking about it leads to thousands upon thousands of jobs now this doesn't mean that corporations don't do bad things in pursuit of profit. Do you see the difference? A company pursuing profit is what they are supposed to do. Just so when my analogy with the guy sweeping, it would be stupid to get mad at him for sweeping. It's like, why would you get mad at him for sweeping? It's literally what he's hired to do. A CEO, a company, is literally there to generate profit and growth. They're supposed to seek after that. So when you take an issue with that, you're taking an issue with the very fabric of what a company is meant to do. So stop doing that. If you want to argue this better, all right, argue about <laughs> argue about the fact that some of these companies do bad things, cut corners, do things that are unethical in pursuit of profit. It's not the pursuit of profit that's bad. It's when people do things that are wrong or unethical. You could be running a lawn mowing business and constantly seeking to grow the lawn mowing business and make profit. That's not wrong. You start employing miners and then you've done something that's wrong and you're going to get in trouble. There's a giant difference between that. One guy's lawnmower business, completely on the up and up. He keeps expanding. He keeps hiring new people. He's providing people with an income. He's providing citizens with a service. He's making money. He's paying taxes. He's doing everything he's supposed to do. And all he cares about is profit, 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 profit. And his drive and his ambition for profit actually creates jobs and revenue and growth and taxes. His ambition and his pursuit of profit is a good force. The guy next to him does it, and he cuts corners, and he cheats, and he lies, and he he hires people and pays them under the table, and he cheats the government, and he cheats his customers, and he he uses reckless bad uh, equipment, and people get hurt, okay? They're both pursuing profit, but they are not one and the same. And that's the problem we're making is we, we see one company or companies doing bad things or things we don't approve of. And we're like, well, that means every corporation out there in the pursuit of profit is evil. It's like, no, it's not the way that it goes. It keeps resetting. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what's going on. They're doing something with the live environment. They have to be. Even when I schedule streams right now, this morning when I scheduled the stream, it was super weird creature, super weird. I don't, that's why, that's why I just, I don't tolerate that kind of nonsense. I don't tolerate people putting words in my mouth. I don't tolerate people arguing in an underhanded way and doing this like axe grinding, you know, speaking just hyperbolic bumper sticker like corporations in the pursuit of profit is evil. No, it's not. Shut the frick up. There are so many people right now paying their bills, putting food on the table, and living a great life. Why? Because they work for a company that seeks to grow profit. There are people right now working their first day at a job. Why? Because they sought and they set their sights on growth and profit and they've expanded and they've opened up a new department or opened up a new store. 
The larger company comes in, tells all the clients that they can do it cheaper. The clients go, why not save money? And then uh, and then go broke. Then the customers are hesitant to try to go back to the other guy. I'm not sure what you're talking about. There's a lot of nuance, loss, and arguments for sure. I did it earlier. You gotta argue in good faith, though. You can't come in here and do that to me. Like, not you in particular, G-Man, but like, you guys make presumptions about what I'm saying and like, say, oh, you said this. You're okay with corporate... You, you, what'd, she, what, what'd Lucy say? You deny that corporations don't treat people badly. What the frick? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Corporations in the pursuit of profit is evil. No, that's not true. Your premise is so flawed. Pursuit of profit is evil. Isn't life exactly that? Literally trying to stay afloat. It's this idea. I'm telling you. This gets deep, and it stems from a philosophy that is so utterly bankrupt. This idea that ambition and power and the pursuit of wealth or growth or or profit is somehow bad or evil. Well, what are you pursuing? A lot of times it sounds like people with no ambition and people with no ingenuity or work ethic, it sounds like they want a slice of something that they haven't earned, is what it sounds like a lot of the times, right? I'm not going to sit here and with one wave of the hand act like everybody that argues from these standpoints is like this entitled give me a handout person but boy oh boy it starts to smell like that it's like I don't understand what your problem is where's your ambition and work ethic have you ever run and owned a business because I have and I wouldn't I would I don't take kindly to this idea like so you, you think when I was growing my graphic design business that I was trying to raise my prices and increase my profit margins and come up with like retainer contracts to ensure that I had good income to provide for my family that me pursuing profit, raising my prices and wanting good margins you, you think that that was somehow evil? The frick are you talking about? Can you give us a what do you mean? <laughs> Thanks Nick. Thanks Nick. Walmart, for example, destroyed small towns, mom and pop stores. They bring in a lot of jobs. The way they did is questionable. Uh, just going to the facts, corporations are bad. Right, and that's the thing. Like, uh, and that's the thing is we're going to run to an easy example, a bad example, and we're going to say they pay their people below, you know, th- this gets so complex. This just gets so dadgum complex, right? Because yeah, they pay people below the poverty line and then encourage them, you know, to use government subsidy programs and in the break rooms and they they don't, you know, they they keep them from trying to unionize and they drive out and hurt small business and put and put mom and pop stores uh, out of business and people have talked about how Amazon has done this like Amazon is ruthless, absolutely ruthless. They will they will, you know, copy your product and then distribute it for a lower price and murder your ability to sell uh in their marketplace um, you know these things happen in the industry but that doesn't mean that every company out there seeking profit is doing that type of thing you know what I mean 
I mean, I, I could, I can make a, I can make a, a very well articulated point. We could, we could go to John Locke's theory of labor. You, you could go to, you know, the early philosophical ideas about like earnings and wages, and and we could talk about you know, hours of the week and what somebody, if they put in, would then need to make in order to survive and thrive as a human being. You could argue from a philosophical perspective about, like, human flourishing and how many of these companies are antithetical to human flourishing and are therefore corrupt in in what they do and how they treat people. Right, you could go to Adam Smith as well. We could we could do that, and we could certainly look at certain companies like like Walmart and others, and we could be like, there are there are criticisms to be made here. There are, there are things that are awry. This doesn't seem right, but my gosh, this is complex. It's so complex. Because you see all these people screaming and shouting about, like, raising... Like, we'll take an example of, like, raising minimum wage, right? And I have, I have a guy, a friend of mine. He's got a beautiful family, big family. He's got a lot of property. He's well-to-do. He owns this furniture business, and it's doing great, right? And look at what happened. They, they they raised that and it completely changed all of his business structure. He starts to have to charge more for a couch, which means he might sell less couches, which means he might start making less profit. If he starts making less profit, he might have to downsize. He might have to close one of his locations. And now we're talking about hundreds of people that are now not having this really great, reliable job. Now you're talking about you know, a portion of uh, a portion of an industry that becomes destitute. You're talking about people that might suddenly have to go on subsidy programs because now they're unemployed. Like, it's so nuanced. It's not as simple as everybody always wants to make it. Corporations are evil. So my gosh, this is complex. You're going to need like sociologists and cultural specialists. You're going to need uh, economists to figure all this out before we just start saying, well, pursuing profit's evil and they don't pay people enough and they should just pay their people better and, and that would fix everything. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> I am fully in support of people being treated and paid better so they can live a, a reasonably good life. But you also can't just destroy the fabric of, you know, every business along the chain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Jake Lucky is back. Oh, he, like, he likes it? Jake Lucky is back. I am eSports. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect choice of shirt. <laughs> uh, I like Jake. I like him. It's easier to buy uh, ready-made success rather than building it all with inherent risks. Creating a hit product was easy. Everyone would do it. Why isn't Microsoft investing those $70 billion on new IPs and studios? A game like Destiny only costs $500 million, uh, to create. $500 million was guaranteed over 10-year product. I mean, I think you just got your answer in chat. Yeah, it's way easier to buy uh, existing, existing companies. Let me ask you something. If you suddenly had $10 million in the bank and you went to a financial advisor and he said, there are some really, really great small companies that you could buy that would immediately start turning a profit for you and this money would start making you money. And you said, no, no, no. I would rather take this $10 billion and start a bunch of companies. He'd be like, okay, that's incredibly dumb. Uh, it's ambitious and admirable, but it's really dumb because you're talking about increasing 
so much of the risk. As an investor, you should be risk averse. You should be avoiding risk to ensure that the $10 billion windfall that you have or whatever, wherever it came from, that is going to actually make you money. If you've ever watched Shark Tank, these are venture capitalists and they're not going to just give money to somebody because they're like, hey, look at you. You seem adorable. No, they break down their cost per unit, their how much money they make per unit, how much revenue they're making annually, how much... Uh, cash they have on hand if they need to increase production you know if they need to expand they want to know all those things why because they're analyzing the risk that's what they're doing i got 10 billion dollars what should i do money man and your money man is like well i mean look at what amaranth did amaranth bought gas stations why do you think she bought gas stations because it's an almost guaranteed roi Well, what Amaranth should have done is started her own gas stations. What? Why? You gotta find managers and property. You have to create infrastructure. You gotta get an ordering system so you can have the gas come in. You need equipment. There's codes. There's 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 regulations. I don't get to do any of that. I'll just buy ones that are already up and running. I'm just I'll, I'll buy an existing company. Why would I want to start new? Why would I do that? Do you have any idea how hard it would be to start that many companies and get those many engineers and get those... Like, think about the infrastructure of building a game. Like, we get really angry about games launching with, like, bad, like, bad quality or whatever, right? Like, oh, these games are so bad. Just the infrastructure alone to create a video game? Oh my gosh, it's incredibly complex. You have like 10 different teams all have different project leads they're all working on different systems you got a game director you got a ceo you got an art director you get all these different moving parts you want to build that from the ground up how much money are you going to have to spend before you even start to see a product or a minimum viable product at the very least just something like a proof of concept look at new world as a new ip and look at all the issues that come with the new ip yeah. Should I have the most comfortable retirement of any streamer? Well, hopefully. Um, no, it's being Monopoly. Oh, yeah, you guys are debating the Monopoly aspect of it. A lot of people are not understanding that both Bethesda and Activision Blizzard were looking for buyers. Microsoft isn't forcibly taking these companies. They're bidding for the company. So thank you, Nick, for bringing another element to the discussion that is so dadgum important. They were looking for buyers. Like when Take-Two bought Zynga. Z- I believe Zynga was looking for buyers. Were they not? They were in a depressed market. They're like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, we're looking for buyers. Oh, my gosh. Like, the stock value, the share value was going down for, for Blizzard Activision. Of course. They, they and, and then Microsoft comes and says, oh, we'll buy you at 45% above market value. Well, probably because they dropped 45% in market value. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, this is a deal. This is a deal, man. We're, we, we, this is well worth every dime. Activision was shopping itself to be bought, not Microsoft. Uh... It would have been Tencent or Amazon. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> We're getting the dishwasher installed tomorrow. Awesome. The dishwasher in our house is kind of eh, getting kind of funky. 
<laughs> Open access to all players be able to play the game before it releases. Players need to sign up. <clears throat> Action RPG. <clears throat> Excuse me. The playtest start on February the 3rd. If you want to write a review of our game before it's released on your portal, write back to us. We'll send you a key. Okay. Is there an embargo for stream, uh, for live streams and uploads? These people, you know, are like, hey, you want to check out our game? It's in playtesting. Yeah, sure. You can't upload or stream anything. Cool, bye. <clears throat> yeah, there's a shooter that gave me early access today. Yeah, it's called Leap. We'll be playing it this afternoon, probably for about an hour. We'll probably play for about an hour. Um, let me see if it's installable yet. I think it goes live at one. We'll be playing God of War though, so I, that's gonna be that's gonna be problematic. We were gonna do another session of God of War. We really want to kick the tires and see how much support we can get um, for ongoing gameplay of uh, of games like that. Yeah, Leap is just marked coming soon. Yeah, the frick. Rainbow Six Extractions tomorrow. Um, yeah, we'll probably check it out again. We'll probably check it out for maybe an hour. Uh. <clears throat> Uh, it'll stifle production. Why work? Uh, it won't work. Oh, you guys are having a very different discussion in chat. This buy is a major risk for Microsoft because of the lawsuits ETC surrounding Activision. However, the potential return, especially instant returns, are massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skill up was not kind. He ripped that game a new one. Okay. He and I usually see eye to eye. So, like I said, we'll give it an hour. Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. That's right. That's right. If you're new, if you're new, what I just did, ranting, raving, getting loud, that's just what I do throughout the week. If you like that kind of content, it gets passionate, but it stays safe for work. Um, I did bop somebody because I don't like when somebody comes in, grinds an axe, and is and is nasty and underhanded. They were, you know, I saw some of their tweets. I felt like they were consistently being pretty disrespectful and misrepresenting my position. I just, I don't abide that. If you want to come in and disagree with me, that's totally fine. Right? Um, that's totally fine. Um, we keep it respectful. I'm also safe for work. You may have noticed I've not been swearing. Uh, a lot of people hit subscribe and they're, I'm here throughout the week. They throw me on in the background. They keep me on in the background like video game radio. We got 1,200 votes on the poll today. That is so many votes. Thank you so much. Thank you for 200 yen yo-yo. Um, I don't know what that says. Takashi's not here to tell me what that says. So thank you for the 200 yen. Um, with being a gamer and doing game playthroughs um, that might not that might not get the support you want, does it not suck to that you complete you can't complete a game you might really enjoy? Um, 
That's a good question. It's one of those things where my drive and my passion is uh, to create and to and to grow the business and to grow the stream. It rivals and wins when compared to like my passion and desire to like finish even a game as much as I loved it. Ghost of Tsushima, the uh, the director's cut and the the Ghost of Ikishima expansion. My my drive and passion to grow you know, SNTR gaming is stronger than my my passion to like go complete that expansion. Um, so I disagree with him all the time, and I'm still here. Differences uh, we do it respectfully and with meaningful arguments, uh, not demeaning arguments. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I and I knew I knew what they were going to bring. I knew I, I saw what they were bringing on the the DMCA claims on. On on uh, on Twitter, just the just the the cynicism and the anti corporation, just you know, copyright laws are you know awful and terrible. Just the idea that like again, there's just this entitled idea that you should be able to stream and do whatever you want with copyrighted material, and and the DMCA laws are awful. It's like no, they're not. They're there to protect copyrighted material that's needed and necessary. You don't you don't have a right to stream. Con- contracted content that's under a distribution content contract that's ridiculous like and I knew they were gonna bring that I mean, they're, they're, they're just gonna bring that anti-corporation air and uh, just, they were misrepresenting me and I just I don't I don't I don't I don't abide that I don't have time to have somebody put words in my mouth it's just irritating I poke fun at Lono and I'm still here just got to be careful on how you do it I can tell when someone's being underhanded and dishonest and it's like you know, no, uh, uh-uh. you don't, you don't get to do that. You're not a worthy sparring partner. You can leave. Like, I know when somebody's gonna run me ragged for 20 minutes, just running circles, uh, with respect to like just misrepresenting my position and stuff. So, uh, thanks for chilling, uh, Dominic. You should try Little Nightmares or Last of Us. I already played Little Nightmares, uh, two here on this channel. I believe it was here on this channel. There's a full playthrough of Little Nightmares 2 on this on this on this channel if you want to watch it. I think we did it in three uh, in three parts. I think it was a three-part series. So just 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 to be clear what I said a little bit ago. We are kicking the tires and seeing if the stream and the support is strong enough to endure me taking a game like God of War on PC or Horizon Forbidden West is out there, you know, it's coming, right? Can I play a game like that? across you know six to ten play sessions and beat it and will the support be there we don't know largely this channel is talk show it's largely talk show and i am totally fine with that i'm not like upset if we do you know 90 percent talk show 10 percent gameplay i have i have absolutely nothing against that it's not upsetting or irritating as you can see i'm i'm quite verbose and and i i, I talk a lot and i really enjoy talking and debating quite a bit and can get really really wound up and really really fired up I think it makes for great television I think you guys have responded really well to us doing multiple talk shows a day and if if we have to earn the right for lengthy gameplay and like multiple gameplay sessions and stuff if we have to earn that right that's totally fine I think once a channel gets to a certain size you can indulge and you can do those things and enjoy those things and not have to worry about like you know you don't you don't have to worry about like oh no it's not going to get support uh, and so we're kicking the tires today. We're going to see if, uh, if this is something that we can do with our third part of God of War on PC. It is a, uh, it is a hard, uh, playthrough. We're playing it, we're playing it on hard mode 
And so we will be doing that uh, shortly here uh, at the hour. We'll be doing that around noon. I'm actually scheduling the stream uh, right now. And so if the support's not there and we just don't feel like it's the right call, there's no, I'm, there's no hard feelings. I'm not like upset. We generally do um as any good business we do what is in demand like if it's getting support and there's a demand for it we do it the talk show's in demand people like the talk show people have enjoyed my variety gaming coverage uh and so we have uh we've continued to deliver that and that isn't going to change uh and if if gameplay starts to take more of a center stage then we will uh we will do that as well. You know, we'll do more gameplay. We'll do more completionist gameplay. That'll that'll start to get more traction on the plat on, on our on our channel. Uh, we very very much um, we very very much treat this. Uh, you know, we don't get into large discussions about it anymore. But I treat this like a business because you guys are you know the market research. If you guys are telling me that you prefer talk show over gameplay then that's what you're gonna get you know that's what you're gonna get so I happen to think once we get to around 20,000 subscribers this won't be a question uh, anymore so uh, that won't be a question anymore we'll have enough people just to carry and support playthroughs and stuff Um, I'll be honest I dip out when the gameplays start uh, but I always listen to the talk show uh, and I only play one game on PC so most of the news is great background noise thanks Lono yeah I don't have any issue with people that decide like oh the radio show's over I'm, I'm gonna tune out listen I have really changed my style I have changed the show I've changed the flow you know I've done a lot of things to make the radio show the podcast aspect to really flourish because I know that's primarily what people are tuning in for I totally uh, get that the God of War gameplay actually did really well on Monday and that was a holiday so uh, there we you know we didn't quite have the normal momentum for a Monday um, so we'll see how it does today don't forget also later today after God of War I'll do about an hour of leap just to showcase it and let you guys see it we'll see uh, oops we'll see if it's any good we're hearing that it's not so great <laughs> we're hearing uh, we're hearing that it's not so great um, you having fun with God of War? I actually am really liking God of War on hard mode. I definitely have a little, a little bit more endurance. I'm a little bit more, um, I'm sturdier as a gamer than I used to be. Uh, I don't get quite, I still get frustrated. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I felt like some of the aspects of the, the Valkyrie boss, I felt like some of the stuff he did was kind of cheap. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not enjoying my time. I am, uh, I am very much enjoying my time with it. Um, so... I do it for background radio in the office. I'm waiting for you to begin interviewing some guests. Yeah, that's hard because you got to like, you got to schedule that. Um, so sick of God of War, irritated at Bum Sekiro. It only bumps Sekiro one week, you big baby. We've played it twice. What do you mean sick of God of War? We've played it twice. My goodness. Somebody changes nappy. Give me a break. All that from software gameplays made you stronger. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just telling you facts. What are you guys debating? What am I hating on? You sound ridiculous. 
Uh, I don't think neither company should own Activision. Activision's a third-party company. If Sony owns Activision, I would say the same thing. That's my point. They're just in it for the money. They're in it for the quick buck. They're not passionate about this gaming thing. I've been gaming all my life. What are you talking about? Yeah, but Jay Wright, what you're saying is... (laughs) Imagine, imagine saying that they're just in it for the money, like Microsoft buying Activision. You know you're talking about Activision, right? You are... Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> You're talking about Activision. So you, you, you think that Microsoft's just in it for the quick buck. A $70 billion investment. And you're like, it's just for a quick buck. <laughs> quick buck? <laughs> That's not a quick buck. What do you mean? That's like a 10 year. That's that's probably larger. That's like a 50 year investment. And it's not a quick buck. They're just in it for the money. Every company exists to make money. How many game developers are out there like, you know, we've poured five, six years into this title. Not a lot of sleep. 80 hour work weeks. But we did it for the passion. We don't really care about the money. Can you find me that developer? I'm curious where they are. You think they pour their blood, sweat, and tears into something and don't care about money, don't care about profit, don't care if they keep the lights on? What? What are you, what are you even talking about? They all care about money. Sure. You tend to be good at what you're passionate about. So if you're if you're really passionate about gaming and you go to school for it and you get good at it and you want to make a game, yes, that's the seed that started it to grow. But you you, well, you think do you think none of those people care about money? They're not doing it to make money. You're just gonna make a product and be like, I'm gonna give it away for free because I'm passionate about games. No. You think the guys that made Death's Door and they sold a hundred thousand copies in the first week and now their their game's coming to, it came to PlayStation, it's coming to Game Pass. You you think they're just like, oh money shmoney. <laughs> we just did this for the fun of it and the passion. You're just an ideologist. You're speaking in ideology, you're not speaking in reality. None of these companies, no matter the size, are like, oh, who cares about money and operating costs and that dirty word profit? We don't care about that. We just do it for the passion. You're just naive. That's just that's just being naive. That's ideolog- that's ideological. You're not you're not dealing in reality. Nobody starts a business just to get by. Nobody starts a business just because they're passionate about it. You're too you you've you've read too many books or something. I, I made the wrong books, I would say. I don't neither I don't think either company should own Activision. It's just crazy to me how people think this is okay. Activision's too big for either company to own. Uh, they have too many third-party games. Okay, you've now just asserted twice that you don't think they should own Activision. Why? Why? Right? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I gotta use the restroom, no creature. You gotta argue why, man. 
you've asserted multiple times now they shouldn't own Activision. Activision's too big. That that's not an argument though. When Avengers game came out and Sony paid the makers of Avengers to put Spider-Man in the game, it was anti-consumer because Xbox players can play with Spider-Man. But this is okay. That's funny. You're not being very coherent. You're not making a coherent point. You're talking like you're rambling now. I literally just said and went on this huge tangent about how every company wants to make money because that was your premise. Your premise was, well, they're money hungry. All they care about is the money. They're going for a quick buck. Sony's anti-consumer for not putting their first-party games everywhere. Oh, for frick's sake. Just so entitled. Just so entitled. Netflix is anti-consumer by not putting their first-party uh, first-party TV shows everywhere. Amazon is 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 anti-consumer for not putting their first-party titles everywhere. Disney is is anti-consumer for not putting their first co- first-party content everywhere. What you're saying is ludicrous. It, it, it again, it's just entitled gamer. It, it's just entitled gamer Karenisms. That's all it is. Just an entitled gamer Karenism that like you shouldn't you shouldn't make a game for your platform. You shouldn't make a game or a show or a movie for your platform. It should be on all platforms. Why? Because you're just an entitled video game Karen that doesn't want to have to go to any other platform or any other service. You want to pinch your pennies, sign up for one service and have everything there. Well, that's not the way the world works. You know. Burger King shouldn't invest in 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 in, in, in Big Mac sauce in the Big Mac and only sell it at, at, at their. They should they should let McDonald's sell their 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 Big Mac. Because then you, you wouldn't have a reason to go to Burger King. You could just keep going to McDonald's. Burger King invents a Big Mac. They got their secret sauce. You can only get it there. That's one of their token items. They've invested money, R and D, science, research, development into the Big Mac. And you're like, no, that's anti-consumer. I should be able to buy that at McDonald's. You literally invested money on a product and a thing to make your platform alluring and viable, but you should put it everywhere because why? Because I'm an entitled video game Karen and I don't want to buy another system. (laughs) I know exactly what I'm talking about. No, you don't. (laughs) You don't know. Chili Palmer says in Get Shorty, I'm the one telling you how it is. That's what's happening right now. I'm the one telling you how it is. This is the way the literal economy works. A business says, we're going to invest money in the production and the creation of a thing. And then you can only get that thing here. Why? Because it's what we we invested in it. We want to make money off of it. So Sony's like, we're going to invest money in Spider-Man or Ratchet and Clank or Returnal. Why? Because they want to make money off of it. They want to put it on their platform. It's anti-consumer. No, you're anti-gaming. That's the problem. You're anti-gaming. You want some diluted, weird gaming ecosystem where, like, every game that launches is everywhere and it's probably dirt cheap and has no microtransactions in it. You think that games should only be $50, I bet. that They were $50 when I was buying Nintendo cartridges. You're anti-gaming. That's the problem. Like, companies shouldn't be able to invest in their platforms, their properties, and their games. 
That's anti-gaming! Blono, I demand you start making videos for SkillUp's channel, or else I'll claim you're anti-consumer. Yeah! Yeah, just, just, yeah. SkillUp, you know, SkillUp can just start re-uploading all my content, so you don't have to subscribe to me. You don't have to subscribe to me. You can just subscribe to SkillUp and get all your content in one place because, oh, heavens to Betsy, you have to go somewhere else to consume the content. Or if I put, you know, maybe I put my content behind a paywall. You're out of, you're out of your head. This is basic economic structure. So it's what it is. Companies can't afford to raise the price of games right now, and I'm not even talking about it because of the, uh... Well, yeah, the the, the consumer response to a a raise in price is obviously very, very, you know, tough and might not work, and people might get angry. That's, 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 that's that's an economic test that hasn't, that hasn't, uh, been fully vetted yet. He said he doesn't understand the whole hype between exclusive. I said exclusive, uh identifies the console you know xbox unknown for making halo the same way you know mcdonald's are known for making it's called an analogy i i i'm not i'm not able to track the points that you're making anymore i know you're only limited to 200 characters is significantly challenging but you know i can say a thousand words in a minute it's incredibly unfair but like you you postulated that Sony's anti-consumer and that their first-party title should be everywhere. And I just find that notion to just be absolutely disconnected from reality. It's just disconnected from reality. That every company in existence does this. They create a product and you have to go to them to get the product. Now... When Microsoft bought a one-year exclusive of Tomb Raider, that's certainly different. That was a game everybody was looking forward to. It was launching multi-platform, and Microsoft swoops in and says, uh-uh, you can only play it on our platform for a year. Sure, that's pretty anti-consumer, and I criticized it when it happens. Microsoft and Sony are not immune to criticism from me. Go back and watch my criticism of their pricing upgrade of Horizon Forbidden West. I took them to the woodshed for that crap, and they're doing right by the consumer, and I believe it's now free. But I took him to the woodshed for that. Oh, that is the dumbest thing ever. You told us it's going to be free. Make it free. I believe they've done that. I took Microsoft to the woodshed when they paid for a year of exclusivity for the second Tomb Raider. It was terrible for that game's launch and reach and success. And it likely is the reason that the third Tomb Raider got handed to a different studio and it sucks compared to the first two Tomb Raiders. Why? Because the commercial success of the second one was probably hindered and hamstrung by a year of exclusivity on Microsoft. So sure, these companies and the way they've handled exclusivity is not outside the realm of criticism for me. However, a first party title is not anti-consumer. That's just an entitled Karenism. That doesn't that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. The money, the money spent is they want something for their they want something for their platform, and they're well within their right to do that. It's not anti-consumer. I don't have to hide it. I don't like Microsoft because I don't like the direction that they're taking the company. I don't like Game Pass. I prefer physical games. Uh, why am I trying to hide? I uh, I tell you what, man. I tell you what. You, you, you change is not always good and perfect, but it also is not always inherently bad. I just, I don't know. There was a third Tomb Raider after Shadow. Shadow was the third, wasn't it? What was the third? Rise? Rise of the Tomb Raider? I thought Shadow of the Tomb Raider was the third one. 
it was Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Or do I have the order wrong? I might have the order wrong. There's three. Tomb Raider, Rise, and Shadow. I don't know what order they've come out in. The, 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 one, the third one was garbage. It was, it was, it was, Shadow was the third. Yeah, Shadow is linear, awful, bland, garbage. Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider are beautiful. They're amazing. And I'm telling you right now, the Microsoft, the Microsoft exclusivity deal screwed the third game. I guarantee you it did. Because it didn't have the commercial success and reach that it could have if it would have launched multi-platform. They totally fricked that up. I was so angry. They messed that up. They totally messed that up great great re- resurrection of a franchise and a second game comes out well, we're gonna do one year of exclusivity on Microsoft what why why'd you do that I was so angry they also launched on the same day as Fallout 4 stupid <sighs> stupid listen you don't have to like game pass you don't have to like microsoft you don't you don't support with your wallet we welcome disagreement we, we welcome the people here that think this is bad um but i i, ju- I don't indulge i don't indulge like anti-corporation uh diatribes you know you you you, you oh, they're evil and all they want is profit and all they want is money okay well do you have any other video game karenisms to spit out okay because if not you know you, you want to have a discussion let's have a discussion all right but largely I think this brings more good than bad for the consumer I'm not you, you, people say I'm a Sony fanboy I guess I can be accused of being a Microsoft fanboy today uh, I think this brings more good than bad for the consumer I think Microsoft's aim is to be the Netflix of gaming you sign up for Game Pass and you just have this just this just monsoon encyclopedia of games you know everywhere you go xCloud can bring that, Play Anywhere can bring that, the PC to console, just absolute spectrum been connected, like I, I, I honestly think that's the case, I think that you can get significant more value out of a company when they own this much and can crank out this much, I think they have a vested interest in the games and the companies that they purchased being good and being of high quality and caliber, and I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why because you will see those games and Game Pass as an extension of Microsoft and its ecosystem. And if they suck, you're going to say Game Pass sucks. And if they stink, you're going to say Microsoft and Xbox stinks. They have a vested interest in every game they shovel out, every company they own, being treated and dealt with in a way that creates good things for you to play. Whether it's Hellblade 2, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, or any of the other products that they're going to own and crank out, Quit looking at Halo Infinite, all right? You give them a couple of years, and I, I'm telling you right now, they're going to want these properties to succeed and do well because they will be viewed as an extension of Microsoft. And you think they're going to mess around? You think they're going to mess around with your perception of Microsoft and their ecosystem in Game Pass? They're not going to mess around with that. That's their future. That's their funnel. That's their goal. 
I don't think this results in like a degradation of game quality, insane prices, it's a monopoly. No, I don't think so. They're going to want to remain very, very competitive against Sony because Sony's going to launch their thing, not to mention Amazon and and whatever Google is cooking up. I I, I do not think that this is going to result in some anti-consumer, you don't get value, you have to pay more money. I just, I don't think that's going to be the result here. And I'm not a Microsoft fanboy, by any stretch super excited about the news game passes value is incredible now competition will drive better products in the future thank you dredgen what do you think would happen if disney somebody suddenly bought netflix and netflix was under the disney plus umbrella and your disney plus subscription went up a little bit i don't know i don't think we would be like oh no (laughs) you'd be like well this is nice (laughs) more value from one platform I disagree slightly, says Zubair. I think they want to be Apple more than Netflix. Uh, they still want to move hardware, but they'll use services to get you locked in. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. It wouldn't happen. I was just creating an analogy. That would be blocked in a hurry. Right, but if that happened, Eugene, most people would say, oh man, I'm going to get way more value out of my Disney Plus subscription. I'm speaking in something that would likely never happen, but I'm simply trying to draw the point that, like, if if, if you could be on Disney Plus and get a significantly larger amount of value and a huge encyclopedia of stuff, you wouldn't be like, well, everything they cook up now is going to suck. You wouldn't think that. You'd be like, oh, man, I'm going to get way more value out of this subscription. This is amazing. I can go from watching Book of Boba Fett right into, uh, you know, right into, you know, uh, Downton Abbey. No problem. You can buy every game that's in Game Pass. Why do people act like if you have Game Pass, you can't own the games? Yeah, it's like they hold the game hostage. Yeah, you can't own the games. Sure, if Microsoft said, the only way to play this is through Game Pass. You know? Uh... How is it how is it anti-consumer or bad that you can like get Game Pass? Thank you, Dredgen, uh, by the way, for six months. I believe I, I I thanked you for that. How is it bad for you to be able to like test a game? You play the game, and if you like it, you can buy it. Oh, that's coming. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, Eugene. Not letting somebody buy a game if they want to? Why the frick would you do that? What company's gonna say? <laughs> You can only play this on Game Pass. You want to buy the game? No, we don't want you to buy the game. An individual purchase of a game of $60 in a given month. No, we don't want you to do that. You can only play it on Game Pass. Huh? No. I don't see them ever doing that. I could see Game Pass giving you discounts on purchases. Why? Because they want you to spend more money. That's like somebody having the battle pass in Fortnite and then spending money to unlock parts of it. It's like you're getting them both both ways. They're not going to stop you from doing that. Yeah, sure, you can play it on Game Pass. You like it a lot? Well, you know, it might not always be on Game Pass, so when you go to purchase it, we'll give you a discount. Can you buy the Witcher series? I don't know. Subscriptions bring in more money long term, but if once for sixty or spend twenty over, I, well, no, I know that, Abe, but they're not going to stop you. They'll let you do both. 
Game Pass already gives you a discount. Yeah, I don't. Why would they ever get rid of that format? It's great. Yeah, throw it on Game Pass. Yeah, it might get taken off Game Pass, and if it does, sure, you can buy it at a discount. They get you both ways coming. You said they wanted to be the Netflix of gaming. You can't buy most of Netflix IPs. You have to subscribe. Well, don't take my analogy to a breaking point. Yes, I've said they wanted to be the Netflix of gaming, but that doesn't mean they're not going to let you buy something. Listen, you might be on to something. Can you imagine if Netflix would let you do that? That gets hard because the distribution contracts, because stuff, the, the distribution contracts ends with Netflix, then stuff goes elsewhere. That's happened with like The Office and other properties. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they would let you buy it. Netflix would let you buy it. I don't know if that's a thing. That would have to be up to the contract with the, with with whoever owns the property, because like because if all of a sudden they don't want you to be want it to be on Netflix, then well then what the frick happens? Because I I own I own videos on Amazon. I own movies. I think I own Spider Man Far From Home and a couple of the Avengers movies because they weren't on Disney yet, and we were rewatching them. And I was like, oh, just buy it. Who the frick cares? So. Once that happens and it goes to Disney, I still own it. Netflix 100% could start offering that as a feature. Yeah, and if you want to buy Witcher, you can buy it on DVD. So I guess that might be a bit of a checkmate. You can buy The Witcher if you'd like. You're not forced to only stream it. Somebody right now just found it. You can buy it. Buy DVDs online. Who the frick's doing that? But you can, apparently. Got a Series S for my Xbox. Uh, my first Xbox ever three weeks ago says Gritter. Uh, only exclusivity hurts the only thing exclusivity hurts are those unable to buy all the consoles I still love my PS5 yo Gritter thank you for almost an entire year of membership some but not all Sinos found it for us in the discord looks like you can buy it the flaw okay hang on a second we're we're getting lost in the weeds here the flaw in your argument is you're comparing something that is under distribution contract that may end up under another distribution contract down the line video games aren't like that right now I don't know if they ever will be I'm not saying it's not beyond the scope of reason or possibility that that could happen but right now it's not like that's not comparable why because if a game is on the Microsoft platform and I download it and buy it and it's mine and let's say that company gets bought by Sony they can't take the game away from me it's mine it's mine so it stands to reason that Microsoft will continue to allow you to get games on Game Pass as well as purchase them because there's no distribution contract we're like oh no yeah we can't let you do that yeah because the owner of this game has reserved the right to maybe move platforms one day and they don't want us to be they don't they don't want to be a part of a sale they want it to only be subscription based that would come down to the developer and the publisher a publisher of the game which would be incredibly stupid you'd want that game to be everywhere available as often as possible and purchasable everywhere that'd be up to the developer think about it you're looking at this backwards when somebody goes to Netflix and says, yeah, we're going to put our content here, da 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 they sign a contract, that contract probably gets renewed after so many years, and they're reserving the right inside that contract and having it come to an end to be like, we may push this somewhere else one day. But that doesn't mean that a developer is going to do that with Microsoft. Yeah, put our game on Game Pass. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going to reserve the right to move platforms, though, so don't let anybody buy it. That would be a developer decision. That wouldn't be a Microsoft decision. Why would Microsoft want to do that? 
It's only available on Game Pass. No, you can't buy it. Why not? That's just that's that's literally saying we don't want more money. We we that strong arming people into Game Pass. I I can't see that happening. Hey guys, we got a brand new game coming next week to Game Pass. Uh, you can't buy it. What? Huh? How many people would be like, I'm sorry? It'd have to be a first party title because if you could buy it elsewhere, people would buy it elsewhere. So it'd have to be a first party. I wasn't talking third parties. So Eugene, you think that Microsoft's going to take a first party title Let's say they do a spin-off from Halo and they call it Spartan Warriors. They're like, yeah, Spartan Warriors coming to Game Pass next month. Uh, can I buy it? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I see the angle. I see the strategy. I don't see it going very well, even if they wait a long time to do it. I, I don't see that being a thing. Not anytime soon. I don't think it'll happen, Ever. Because there's going to be millions of people that prefer that prefer to to buy it. Skillup says Rainbow Six Extraction really, really blows. Oh no! <laughs> I saw some reviews, Wheezy. It was landing in the sevens and eights, and people are saying it's fun, but it's not memorable. And I was like. Well, I was wrong. I thought it was going to be a sleeper hit. I thought it was going to surprise everybody because of the engine. I thought they were going to take a fun concept and it was going to flourish on a good engine Um, because Aliens Fireteam failed to kind of grab people. Um, Skill up saying it's not very good either. Uh, The reviews I read were like, no, it's good. It's fun. But they said that it just isn't memorable. It's not that unique. Um, So... Good luck with all your digital purchases made on the PlayStation. In 20 years, they could decide to discontinue the online networks like they tried doing with the PlayStation 3. Yeah. Can you buy Mando? Again, though, we're, I, I, I see what you're doing, Eugene. I do. I see what you're doing, but I just I don't think they're going to do that with video games. I don't. Because Disney came along and said, here's the service. Subscribe. That's the end of it. The idea of buying a video game, I don't think you're going to eradicate that from people's expectations. Do you want to know why? Because Microsoft's not the only game in town. Steam is 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 not going to let that happen. Why are games different? Because there's too many other marketplaces where that's not the reality. There's going to be people that are like, why can't I buy a game on Microsoft? You're postulating that in like five to ten years, all their first party titles can't be purchased. They're just going to be on Game Pass. Right? I'm kind of putting words in your mouth, but that's kind of what you're saying. Five years or more, whatever. First party Microsoft titles, you won't be able to buy them. They're only on Game Pass. Why? To force people into the Game Pass funnel. I don't see that. Because there's too many other marketplaces where people are like, what are you doing? We, we, I can buy a game on PlayStation. I can buy a game on Steam. What do you mean I can't buy the game? It wouldn't work. They're not going to be able to convert the entire industry and ecosystem to that. I don't think so. I have doubts. You have a speculation. I have doubts it comes to fruition. Severe doubts. Elite, elitist, elitist coming in, renewing that membership. Thank you so much. Yeah, I have, I have, I have serious doubts that comes to fruition. I believe it's got it, it's it's too antithetical to the existing to the existing uh, 
marketplace of games. Um, yeah, Kodak will be gone. Um, no, feel free to live stream and upload your content, but remember to attach URL to the Steam page. Uh, sign up for the play test we're seeing that shift through the music and film industry <laughs> no no you're not seeing that in the music industry who's not letting you buy their album right now are there albums I, I could be ignorant I could be ignorant and wrong here are there albums that you can't buy right now Kodak will be gone he gets to dip with the golden parachute filled with diamonds yeah I mean he's gonna brush his teeth with a toothbrush made from, you know, imported baby camel hair. He'll be fine. Who buys music? I people people do. People buy music. Still. You think the acquisition could bring back some of the better leadership from Blizzard's past, such as Jeff from Overwatch? Yeah. Yeah, check your six. They could go in and restructure and say, hey, some of those guys got out because they were they didn't want to be a part of it. They might they might have been they might have been innocent. They might have been guilty parties that didn't want to be there and uh, and get drug. They might have seen the writing on the wall. <laughs> they might have seen the writing on the wall, uh, or they could have been totally innocent. And we're like, this place is this place is a friggin' bonfire waiting to explode. I'm getting out, and then they could end up coming back for sure. The only reason you would see purchases shut down, you know, um, the only reason you would see purchases shut down in this regard is if they saw it was more profitable, you know, if they, if they thought it was more profitable, it's going to be more profitable to funnel people to game pass than to have like you, this is why I think, this is why I think, um, Eugene's, Eugene's prediction won't come true. And then I have to take a quick break and we have to shift, uh, shift to uh, God of War. The reason I think his his prediction will not come to fruition is there are way too many people that would would buy, so that's immediate revenue loss, and the potential revenue gain they would get by strong-arming people into Game Pass, I don't think is good enough for them to do it. I never think it, I don't, I don't think it would ever outweigh. I don't. They have way too many people on the Microsoft ecosystem. You also have to consider something that hasn't been said in this equation and in this debate. Microsoft is blurring the line between their console and PC. Okay, so if they want their ecosystem to flourish on PC, I don't think this gets off the ground because the gaming PC market is global and the global market is not going to take kindly to being told, no, you can't purchase the game. You have to get on our subscription service. You have to look at the millions upon millions of PC gamers that you're telling, no, you cannot buy this game. You must subscribe to our service. Those millions of gamers that would buy it otherwise, instead of getting on the service, they far outweigh whatever profit Microsoft seeks to gain by strong-arming people over to Game Pass. That's why I think it'll never happen. I think his prediction is absolutely incredibly unlikely to come true because Microsoft's interested in the PC market and the PC market is way too huge to turn your nose up to actual individual purchases 
you're talking about millions of people billions of dollars potentially in revenue that you're going to turn your nose up to because you want them on the Microsoft uh, Game Pass subscription service I don't think so I don't not to mention it would promote churn and burn oh, they, would, they, they, would, they would do it sign up play the game and churn and cancel it would promote a very unhealthy interaction with the Game Pass you're talking about millions of people that would just be like I don't want to do that they have sub for Microsoft Word they'll do it Again, again, Microsoft Word is a primarily, I would imagine it's primarily American-used product. Maybe not. But I'm telling you, the minute they start tapping into the global PC gaming market, I don't think they would do that. I simply don't. There are too many potential sales, right? The difference with Microsoft Word is, Russell, you, you, you either get it or you don't, right? That's it. It's Microsoft Word. But when a video game comes out, it's like, what do you... I, I, I can buy all these other video games. Why can't I buy your video game? Third-party devs would definitely not agree to it. He was saying first-party titles they would do this with. You know. So, the, 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 the idea the idea that they're going to take products and do that with it and, 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 and spurn millions of potential purchases I just think is, is just not going to happen. Microsoft's already gotten rid of standalone Microsoft Office. You have to get Office 365. Yeah. No. I don't think the PC gaming market will will accept it. I don't think so. Not in the next 5 or 10 years. I you'd, you'd have to completely change everybody's everybody's view of of games and I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Microsoft has that level of influence over the global gaming market. I don't. They're so westernly established. I don't think that that you know, if once you get into the Asian market and you tell those people, yeah, this great new first party title that we want tons of people to play and buy, you can't buy it. You need to get on our subscription service. It's completely antithetical to getting your first party titles out there. No, I've not watched the new Forbidden West trailer. Okay. We're talking in pure speculation. We've had our disagreement. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We're going to shift gears here in a moment to more God of War gameplay on PC at the hard difficulty. All right? Don't go anywhere. Smash like. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Uh, check out all our, our sponsors. Maybe order some coffee. All right? I'll be, I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
Oh, all right. I'm back, chat. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. What did we know? There we go. Uh, customized channel. Yesterday, I forgot to feature uh, the gameplay stream. Whoever said you can only get Office 365 is wrong. You can get standalone Office 2021. Uh, people aren't keeping up on software. Microsoft has an interesting uh, has an interest in keeping a standalone product. Office 365 is geared towards commercial, not home and office applications. There you go. Okay, so we are kicking the tires and testing just how far we can go with gameplay. Will we be able to play God of War on PC all the way to completion? We don't know, but we're we're going to do a third part today. Um, we're going to do our third uh, our third part today, and the link in chat is where we are headed. Uh, it should, yeah, it will redirect. Uh, I am getting uh, God of War PC gameplay part three. I'm going to send the tweet and get in the Discord as well. Uh, huh. Um, uh, mm. Can you link me your on ban? The tweet go out. I don't know if we can go all the way back up to when I blocked that person. I hate our moderation tools are so non-existent. I'm happy to unblock them. I've not really read through their qualification on Twitter, but they said they followed me since like Black Armory, so I'll give them I'll give them an unblock. It just it felt I I don't know. Uh it felt like they were I don't know. doing that whole putting words in my mouth thing. I just get so freaking tired of that. I probably overreacted. Likes looking good today. Yeah, it was a strong day. It was a strong day. Uh, okay. We'll get this ready to go.
And then I'm going to switch over. Got like a minute. Guys, I appreciate the amazing, awesome, great, spicy debates today. Um, apologies to Lucy for probably the unnecessary ban. Uh, but we're going to switch gears, and you should be able to click the link in chat, or the redirect should bring you with me. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be the continuation, the continuation of my God of War PC gameplay. This is part three. We are kind of kicking the tires to see just how great support can be for gameplay on this channel. It is mostly talk shows, but there are so many games coming in February. We want to see whether or not we can get uh, you know good and continued support for exhaustive gameplays. Uh, I will do. Every-